zero. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And now, from the beautiful Lakeside Studios of Wave Radio Boston, it's the first wave with John. I don't remember. Kevin McHale. Don't, uh, <laughs> ever, ever, ever call me stupid. Okay. Pete. It was like a, a, the pot of gold at the end of the leprechaun's rainbow. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. And Becca Lee. I'm lactose intolerant. That stings the nostrils in a good way. Thank God for them internets. Dance off, bro. Me and you. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Well, we're waiting. And now, the program voted most likely to cause earworms. You're right. First wave on Wave Radio Boston. All right, welcome into another Thursday evening. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Thank you, thank you once again. Uh, my name is Pete, that guy over there, that's John Anthony. Good evening, everyone. All right. Uh, and uh, soon to be across from uh, John Anthony, of course, uh, will be world well, famous. Yes, will be the lovely Miss Becca Lee, uh, at, at least amongst the correctional correctional institutions. You know, if you're going to have a joke, yes. say it correctly. You got you to hit. It's got to hit. <sighs> oh, you got to let it go. Yeah. Well, I, I was there and then yeah. I just missed it. It was the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't just give up on it at that point. <laughs> Because then people would have been, what did he say? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Becca Lee will be joining us shortly. I know she's been running around uh, all day today, so uh, she will be pulling in shortly. But uh, there's a lot of show for her to, to get on to. So oh, yeah. uh, it's exciting. Um, but first, the big news since we were on the air the last oh, time. Oh, yeah. Got a uh, big news. Holy mackerel. Uh, it's, almost like, it's almost like we're becoming human beings again. Uh, yeah. I mean... It's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm trying to find um, my uh, my contest page because I mean this is like this is like a winner uh, winner winner chicken dinner thing, and uh, somebody has removed my Bruins uh, sound effect oh. uh, from from here. So See, we have to go with that. See, I, I can tell you this: it may have been Hal. Um, Hal Hal found the soundboard on on Tuesday. Oh boy! Yeah, it, it got a little crazy. I see. Well, uh, so yeah, so. Uh, Governor Baker has, so here in Massachusetts, our governor has officially uh, announced that the state will be open for business 100% come uh, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so, I thought it was Friday, uh, the 29th. May 29th, I think, is the Saturday. I thought it was Friday. Yeah. I think he was opening it up by 
just just before, if I remember correctly. But I could be wrong. Nope. I don't 29th know. 29th is Saturday. It is. All right. Well, I'm doing it Friday, so fuck them all. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, the only reason I knew that is because that is the uh, John Butcheraxis show yes. at Tupelo. Oh, God. With uh, with Sal Baglio from yes. the Stompers opening? Yes. Oh, how can you beat that? Yes. Can you beat that, people? So that that's how I knew it was the date. So, anyway, nice. so everything is going to be uh, open. Uh, restaurants, bars, water parks, the whole nine yards. And and music venues being one of the most important. That's music right. venues, breweries, restaurants. Yep. Um, that's Those are the important ones. Yes. You know, it's, yes. It's, it's, uh, great to hear that Fenway is going to be at full capacity mm-hmm. uh, for Memorial Day weekend. That's right. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But the fact that I can go down and actually uh, in Massachusetts, I can that weekend I can go to a bar and not have to order food. Uh, oh, well. Required by law uh, for right. the last, you know, yeah. however long it's you been. You can stand at a bar. Uh, well, that's going to be the big thing. Yeah. Well, except in certain towns. Well, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, stand yeah. in certain towns. Be is, Woburn, is Woburn still like that? No. Uh, they, they, last I knew, and it's been a while since I lived there, yeah. but uh, last I knew, um, they still required a waitress to bring. You bring you to the, the table? No, bring, bring your to, drinks, your to, the drinks to the table. Oh, yes. That's so silly. Yes. Uh, well, there's a good reason for that, though. Yeah, well. <laughs> Woburn in the 70s, there's a lot of reasons for Woburn in the 70s. Uh, a lot of things happened in Woburn in the 70s, and well. most of them are things that most people are a little ashamed of i'm not i'm not sure a lot of that had to do with alcohol oh it was <laughs> well some, oh, well, of, some of it was the, yeah. the, the the reason that you question whether i've grown up uh uh-huh. in woburn in the 70s <laughs> yeah. uh is different than that no there That's were true. those hotel bars yeah. in woburn yeah. were uh, it was one where you almost look at it saying is this a hotel bar or a penitentiary bar yeah well they're just close enough to boston for yeah. anyway yeah so we, we got a big big show for you so we're all excited about the 29th uh, it's um just about pants off dance off uh kind of thing going on oh yeah uh so very excited about that party uh, party like it's 2019 that's right that's right so we'll see if our our prediction uh previously of another roaring 20s uh comes true uh so uh we're, we're very hopeful for that but uh tonight we have a fantastic show on tap for you we'll be joined actually after this first music break right fresh out of uh, the the gate We'll be uh, speaking with the founder of Red on Red Records, uh, Justine Kovalt. So we're very excited about that. Oh, I can't wait. Also known as Justine from Justine and the Unclean, which we, may may we play be frequently. May, may be one of the best names ever. Yes, yes. Well, uh, Jiggle the Handle is up there yeah. uh, for a band name. Oh, there's yeah. there's a bunch of them, but that one. Uh, that's on my Hall of Fame list. Yeah, we got to find out if uh, if uh, the name of the Unclean came from uh, was uh, at least you know uh, a little bit influenced by the the league by uh, Ruxin <laughs> Ruxin from the league and okay. his and his forever unclean. I'm guessing no. Yeah, uh, uh, my that, money's that would on be no. no. My yeah, money's no, on no. Yeah. Well, some it, of, there's just, an alliteration thing. Oh God! And and what a what a brilliant uh, yes. what a brilliant wordsmith. You yes. know, it's you, you can tell she's a songwriter. Exactly. And uh, in addition, we we will be crowning our uh, Wave Radio Boston Music Madness uh, winner. And it's not even June yet. I know. My prediction. I, uh, I that know. one's one that I fell short on. Yes. I figured it was going to be close. to And June. I even We're snoozed close. a week. We're close to June. Yeah, I even snoozed a week. That's though. true. No, you did. So. Uh, so, well, yeah, we, so we had to let it build. Yes, yes. So uh, we we will crown that winner this evening. In addition, you know, so we're we're talking about um, you know everything opening up. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people are. 
don't have any idea how to interact with people no, anymore. No, no. It's if if it's not a Zoom meeting. Yeah. A lot of people. It's almost like it's it's there's a regression that has mm-hmm. occurred, and and yeah. I think with regression has come aggression. Yeah. But that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, although maybe our guest, our our second guest this evening yep. might be able to speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we'll be uh, wel- welcoming into the show. Uh, our, our resident Wave Radio Boston therapist, uh, Corinne Crosley, will be joining us uh, to kind of help us uh, navigate the the waters of of heading uh, heading back out there. Um, I, and I'm pretty sure we'll I see have what some, happens there. I'm pretty sure I have some stupid questions. For oh, her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, I'm, I'm and just, she'll be the first one to tell me that they're yeah. stupid. So. I, well, you mentioned the, the Zoom thing. I'm just wondering if, if there will be a resurgence in Garanimals because people have forgotten how to match their <laughs> clothes. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm not wearing any pants. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, can can does she have a handbook of, of step one? Make sure you have pants on when you show up at the in-person <laughs> meeting. Right. So uh, and so we've got a little bit of that. We're going to be uh, talking about our favorite uh, stoner films. Uh, so we'll be getting beginning into that a little bit later. And uh, some of that has to do with a, a new short that was released um, on I think it was on Twitter. Uh, this week for one of my favorites. Uh, so uh, we'll definitely be getting to that. So if you want to join the show tonight, uh, thank you very much for listening, first of all. But if you want to interact, uh, Justine and, and, and Corinne, and we've got an awful lot of things going on tonight. Uh, the listener line, which is an actual phone call, mm. 617-829-9283. Our text line, if you feel like, just send a little quick text, 617-764-9283. And we definitely encourage you to uh, to communicate with all of our guests and uh, the uh, sporadically sane people that uh, will be occupying the studio this evening. Where? Uh, wherever. Susie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's sporadically sane. Well, she's uh, definitely sporadically sane. Uh, it's going to be hard to psychoanalyze her. Yes. She just gives you that blank stare. Yes. Yep. But she yeah. does it well. She does. And she looks good doing it. And she looks good doing it. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, this is, uh, we're going to be having a lot of fun tonight. Uh, and on the other side of this music break, we'll be speaking with the founder of Red on Red Records, Justine Kovalt. Stay tuned. But first, some Joan Jett.
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you. The newly established Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Division of the World Health Organization has warned about the spontaneous combustion of people using old-timey announcer voices. Wait, that's ridiculous. 
That's the fabulous Lene's Garden and their latest song, Replacement. Before that, we heard old friend Paolo Nutini talking about his new shoes. With a Z. I could, uh, no, no Z. No, no Z. there wasn't? I no, thought there was. No, no Z, but uh, and I could, I actually, I just did get some new shoes. Nice. I'm really happy with them. Actually, I had to buy lifts for them, though. So, Why? that must mean I'm old. How did that work? Well, not, you're already not six lifts, three. Not lifts, but su- su- <laughs> oh, arts, oh, yeah, arts arts support. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. like you know, kind of like the the all star kind. Oh, kind of those thing. are the most. Un- I love my. I, I've got the the cranberry colored uh, yeah. low tops yeah. uh, that I love wearing in the summer. No socks, you yeah. know the whole thing. But man, you can't. I can't stand on those for more than about ten minutes at a yeah, time yeah. without my back just blowing. You out. You gotta get the air supports. I've, I've I found. Uh, I found big boy arch supports actually. Ooh. Uh, but for, what are they made of? Titanium? Pretty much. I don't. Know. I don't know what's going on, but uh, definitely uh, lifts and supports as it should. And at the top of that set, we had uh, Joan Jett. Do you want to touch me? Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two, and tell us a little bit about you. 
We'll get back to you about profiling your music and, thank God, upcoming gigs. Hey! Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. That's right. F you to FM. Uh, we've been... We've been saying F you to FM for well over a year now as, as an official motto. Yeah, well, they said it first off. They did. They did. Well, so uh, we just heard Lene's Garden. Lene's Garden, uh, of course, is off of the fantastic uh, up-and-coming record uh, record line uh, and called Red on Red. And we are like to welcome... The Red on Red founder, Justine Koval, to the Wave Radio Boston. Justine, are you there? Hey, guys. I sure am. All right. Ah, Welcome. Welcome to the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, thanks for for joining us. Uh, There's quite a... You're building quite a catalog uh, with uh, with Red on Red. Uh, you know, just you know, friend friend of the show, Andrea Gillis uh, released her uh, her latest single on Red on Red. Uh, you know, we we just heard the one from um, Lene's Garden. So, uh, how did you know Red? I mean, so you started this in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, ballsy move, I first sure of all. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. What was the thought process on you know? I, can't play anywhere. Hell with uh, it. Might as well do a record label. Yeah, hell with that. I, w- I want my own label. What, what went into that? Okay, so here's what happened. Two things. First of all, um, I, my bands were on Rumbar Records. Yep. And um, which is run by Lou Mansdorf, who is a complete prince of a human being. He's wonderful, and it was kind of a great, like, life changing experience for me in terms of music because I felt like I was part of a family, and we were all supporting each other and all of a sudden things started to kind of pick up and then um i got involved in a thing called whistle stop rock um which Mm -hmm. was founded by uh, one of the artists on my label simone burke and she reached out to a bunch of other women bands and said hey do you want to play a show together and it was a lot of bands and i said oh we should do a huge show together and all of a sudden it turned to a would-be traveling rock festival and Uh we did our first two shows and then the pandemic hit but that experience of just having a bunch of bands all working together and supporting each other both with rumbar and whistle stop it to me i was like this is the most powerful thing and so i asked lou if he would want to pick up some of the whistle stop bands and he said you know what justine you should start your own label you've got Hmm. what it takes i'll help you and support you and give you advice but he's like i want to see this happen for you um which was so amazing. And wow. so I was like, huh, wow, Lou's out of his mind. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this. And um, it turned out to be a great way to channel a lot of musical energy during the pandemic um, because bands all of a sudden got excited about recording and mm-hmm. making videos and doing virtual shows. And it all just kind of, it created this place where we could all still be creative, still have fun, still attract audiences to our music um and it kind of got us through that time wow that's a, that's a fantastic story now so oh i i'm amazed at that yeah. that's uh, what a what a generous guy and yeah. and not only that but yeah. obviously saw something in you that maybe you didn't even necessarily see at least at the time uh how yeah, true. yeah and and so so how do you like it i mean i guess that's that's kind of an obvious question mm. but but do you like what you're doing with this is this kind of cool to you uh, you know what it's like at its best 
it's the best thing ever because um, I'm working with people that I that I really admire who make great music and also promote and make videos and are very serious about what they're doing. But also we're all very supportive and it's like it's like being surrounded by a group of really talented, amazing, capable friends. Um, so it's I, I love it. That's fantastic. Can't get much better than that, can it? So um, now to build to start to build um, some of the portfolio on on the um, on the label, have you approached um, artists or has it been vice versa or has it just been just these are all my friends. Hey, when you come over and, and you know be on my label, but you know I, I got to feel it like it's it's getting that's to the point. That's a great question. Yeah, yep. that's a really great question. So it started out I, because the label was starting. I had to approach people and say, hey, "I'm starting a label. Do you want to be on it?" Um, and but then it turned a few months into it, where mm. it was like all of a sudden I was being bombarded by <laughs> bands who wanted to be on the label which is a very mixed bag because it's a great feeling, but um, I owe my time and energy and fealty to the bands on my label. I have to work mm. really hard for them night and day. I want them to all have the hugest audience and be incredibly successful. And so I, I have a capacity, you know? And so there are bands that have been like interested and I haven't been able to take them on, but when that happens, um, I try to do what I can for them. Like, promote them, promote their releases, have them be part sure. of my virtual showcases, um, really try to try to help them, even though I don't have the bandwidth to take them on right now. Right. So that's not a bad problem. Yeah, to have. Exactly. Exactly. So, so does that mean now are, is this something that you would look to grow the label? Do you think, or you want to keep it small and you want it to be, you know, your shop and you know, you just do, uh, things or you know, do you think it's something oh, no. that I, growth? I want it to be worldwide. That's, be worldwide. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Let's be straight about that. <laughs> nice, but you know, it has to come from it. Like there's a like, there's a wave that has to kind of crest, mm -hmm. you know. And um, coming out of the pandemic, I hope that will happen. Right now, right. we're having huge success just with bands being recognized and growing their audiences mm -hmm. and charting on on indie radio and big, big emotional reaction to all this music because it's so good. Um, and that's been really, really gratifying. But yeah, I, I want it to be huge because these bands deserve to be huge. And organic yeah. growth is about the only way to do it and, right. and make it work the right way, too. Mm -hmm. I agree with that 100%. Like, uh, organic growth is real. Right. 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 Um, so... Were you taken uh, as as by surprise as many of us were um, with the the governor all of a sudden throwing the gates open? And um, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, that I, good surprise finally for uh, you know it, for the first time in a year and a half, I'd say probably. I, I think it's a good surprise for people who are fully vaccinated. I'm only I'm half vaxxed, yep. so yeah, I'm, me too. I, I, I'm not I'm not quite ready to run out there, but. Um, to be able to do live shows again is very mm. exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like people need to figure out what's safe for them. Right. Right. Um, yeah. and, and act accordingly. Um, and I, I know many people who are kind of like, I'm not ready to go to a live show, mm -hmm. but I think if you're fully vaccinated, you're safe, especially, uh, this summer, there's going to be a lot of outdoor shows, which are going to be amazing. Right. Right. Well, you know, Justine, one of the things is it's, 
everything, all the music venues opening up for us is, is almost a little bittersweet. And, and the reason for that is, oh God, do we really want to be able to go out and see shows in, in, yeah. in these venues and, and help to support them and keep them alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've been unbelievably fortunate over the last few months, <laughs> whereas <laughs> things started to open up a little bit more. Um, we've had a ton of live acts in here in studio performing right. live here and and so we got a little spoiled i honestly believe that yeah. we probably saw more live uh, music in the last few months than anyone in massachusetts has and we're <laughs> we're, we're really blessed for that um so there is a little bit of a i'm like oh now i gotta go out to see this yeah. I, I can come here on a thursday and we've got this and we're hoping to keep that moving along as well that's important sure. uh but uh any uh are there any venues that you're sitting there going, I really just want to book there to play because I miss it so much. Oh, God. I can name like seven. So, <laughs> Clown Stars, Tavern at the End of the World, Sally O'Brien. Um, let's see. Uh, One Somerville, they don't have a location yet, but they will. Yeah, yeah there's no uh, way they're I, not going to. Yeah, um, so many places. Um, Askew, Providence, and I, yeah. they're opening back up. Yep. Dusk is opening back up. Um, Stone Church in New Hampshire. Yep, I New mean, Market, there's like a yeah, hundred so. places I could name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's it's really sad that some venues didn't make it through this. Yes. Which is heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's and that, that's the, the pandemic, sad part. Yeah. It's really sad. I did a ton of virtual shows, both with um, Red on Red and Whistle Stop Rock, and the Mess Round, which is like an acoustic residency that I do that were benefits for local venues, but some just didn't make it. Um, but the ones that did, I can't wait to get back there. All right. So uh, we're here with Justine and I, I love it's it's so great to actually talk with you because I've listened to your music over the years and, and just really enjoy it. And uh, if you guys out there listening uh, would like to interact, I uh, got a question for Justine, comment, anything like that. Our listener line is 617-829-9283. The text line is 617-764-9283. And in case you missed it, the 9283 at the end of both of those numbers, WA. AVE. Yes. Um, so one of the th- one of the things that uh, that we've been uh, promoting pretty heavily during uh, during the uh, pandemic uh, has been uh, Bandcamp in general, but Bandcamp, certainly Bandcamp first oh, yeah. first Fridays. Um, now, as a label owner, is is the 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 space that Bandcamp lives in is it as positive for you as a label owner as it oh, is yeah. for for the artist? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love Bandcamp. I, it, it is um, so fair to artists as opposed to it's mm-hmm. like dollars on pennies compared to other platforms. And it, like you want your music to be on every platform. You want listener to get it wherever they can. Mm-hmm. But people who really love music and really love bands will will buy from Bandcamp. And uh, it's a huge difference. And with my label, um, the artists get a lot of the revenue so it's Great. like it's good for them it's good for me um i love and i love Bandcamp fridays people go nuts on Bandcamp fridays yeah we're we're very fortunate to have the thursday night show here so uh the <laughs> yeah. night before Bandcamp fridays we promote the crap out of it uh just because it, it's one of those things where if you were thinking about buying something 
buy it on Bandcamp Friday yes. uh, because more of the money is going to end up going to the artist, which is what mm-hmm. is really yep. important, especially uh, with what's been going on with, with COVID. It's been way too long of people trying to survive. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hey, so can I tell you guys about some um, live shows coming up for the label? Please do. I'd love to hear about that. Okay, so this is a, an exclusive announcement. Nobody else knows about this. All right. Um, we love you, Justine. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, June 26th, there's going to be an all-day festival at Revolution Hall in Lexington. Red on Red Summer Festival. Twelve of the roster bands, almost everyone on the roster. Wow. All day with a huge stage, beer, food, merch. Bring your lawn chairs and blankets. Um, it's going to be amazing. I went out to visit the site earlier this week. It's beautiful. It's right on the bike path. Free parking. Nice. Everybody get your butts out there. That's, That's awesome. Saturday, June 26th. So um, you're, uh, you're going to be probably sleeping for three days after that. Is yeah. that a pretty good guess? <laughs> I don't know. I, I might just be like in a manic world right. yeah, days you, after that because i'm going to be so excited about it is there or, a, or at least whenever you crash yeah <laughs> is there a start exactly is there a start time for that it starts at 12 noon 12 noon, uh, noon to 8 p.m it's outdoor daytime Sweet. rock festival people. that's awesome that is that's great and, and, and in lexington which is fantastic because you know what's great about Lexington is that it's not that far from most places yeah. in Eastern Massachusetts. It's fairly central, yeah, and, and that makes it easy to get to. So mm-hmm. that that's fantastic. I, how uh, how well received from the bands has this been? Oh, they're over the moon about it. It's going to be great. They're really excited. Um, every, I mean, everybody's just dying to play, but just yeah. to, to do a, a, a big festival like that has this many bands and. It's going to be a huge celebration. We haven't seen each other in forever, you know? Right. Um, and so the second one I want to tell you about is August 14th at dusk in Providence. Mm. We have an outdoor show that is the Kid Gulliver record release party. Oh, cool. Um, and it's also a benefit for Songbird Sings, which is a nonprofit organization run by Robin Lane. Oh, wow. And so Robin Lane's going to play. Kid wow. Gulliver, um, my band, Justin the Unclean, Night Spell, which features members of Scarce and Swirlies, and the Jack Lights, which is this amazing up-and-coming punk rock trio. You're going to be busy this summer. Yeah. You better believe it. Nice. Well, you got to figure you've been storing up some can kind you, of can energy, you come right? Over and do my laundry, John. Yeah. You know what? Is, is, I don't know whether you'd want me to do that. I have no you know idea. How to fold? I, I I can fold, but I can't separate lights and uh, lights and darks. Uh, I just throw it all in at the same time and and just pray that that nothing gets ruined. It, fingers crossed. Yeah, that's all I do. <laughs> so the the other two shows I wanted to mention is you played replacement by Linnea's Garden, and I'm just Linnea Hertog. She's a queen, um, and so she's got a show June 11th at the Jungle outside. That is sold out, unfortunately, for anyone who hasn't mm. bought tickets. But she's also playing. June 13th at dusk. That so those dusk, are the outdoor okay. shows that are up and coming. Nice. Very cool. No, that's great. I, and it's great to hear that that these are being booked already. Yes. Um, I have a feeling that a lot of the venues, uh, have, you guys on your end and the venues have been just waiting to be able to figure out dates to work uh, based on when things yep. are going to open up, uh, which is fantastic because – 
it's good to know that that everybody's trying to work together there and what we want to ask our listeners is mm-hmm. th- the venues are working hard obviously the the people who are involved but the musicians the record uh, the record labels and and promoters they're working hard to get things put together for you right. so when shows are announced and it's something that you're like you know what i might want to go see that change that to i need to go see that because we need to support the artists and the venues yes. who have been struggling mightily mm-hmm. uh, over the last year plus and really need the help uh now you have the opportunity it's summer in new england there's only a few months of that get outside right. get inside get outside we don't care what it takes you, get there you said weeks wrong <laughs> i'm sure i did <laughs> i was on a roll no, no, I, I, I agree with you. But like, um, we've all got to get out there, right? And I, I can't wait to see live music. That's one of my favorite things in the world. It's like... Nothing like it. That's my happy place. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's nothing like it. You got to feel You got to feel it in your chest. You know, feel yep. that. Feel Exactly. You have to feel the feel music. Feel that kick drum. Yep. Yep. No, yeah, it's so 100%. true. 100%. So um, can we talk about your band a little bit? Oh, sure. Uh, so... Uh, the the one thing you're gonna feel in the kick drum, right? <laughs> right. right? <laughs> um, the one thing that uh, you know we you know we've we've listened to you know a lot of your stuff uh, you know over since you know we've been playing we've since we've had the station I should say or since we started the station um, the one thing that uh, definitely comes through is 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 like that sense of humor that you know everything is done with a smirk it seems like and you know. It, is that your preferred way to um, to write? Is is from that that point of view? Wow, that's such an interesting question. So, um, so with definitely in the unclean. A lot of the songs came from a place of just like I I need to deal with stuff and get on with my life. So mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a little twist in it, but it's real. It's re- those emotions are real. Um, the the other band that I have, which is Justin Black Threads, which is a, more like it's a country Americana trio. This, it, there's stuff that's a little more um, just emotional, right? Um, and so it's kind of it's all there. But even when I'm being sarcastic, I'm being real, right? I mean, even the the new the newest song that we're going to be playing in a little bit, um, Scorpion Bull to Go, <laughs> which is just fantastic. Um, it's just oh, you know, it's so ridiculous when you think about it yep. but all all of the you know all of the emotions are there i mean you know you're definitely saying it with a smile but you know saying you know i am super isolated and um you know this feels a little alcoholic <laughs> um but uh, i'm still gonna get oh, a scorpion bowl to go yeah. <laughs> yeah see it. but you know and, and yeah. that's what we've all so, gone so, through you know that 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 yeah, same kind of feeling of you're oh, alone and yeah go ahead Right? You're alone. What are you going to do? And oh my God, look at this. I can order drinks from a menu and I can, you know, it's like um, the, the, that feeling of just being alone with yourself and not having any way to deal with it. So that's really actually pretty dark. Yes. But I, <laughs> I kind of cast it in a way that, I don't know, just more like um, expressive or. A, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't mean it to be snarky. It's more just like that's how I express myself. Like, the, the feeling of Scorpion Bold Go is actually really dark, but it's expressed in a way that's kind of like, oh, all right, I can deal with this, you know? 
Right. And, and I mean, there were, we all went through a hell of a lot of dark areas throughout the last year plus. Sure. You sure. know, it, it's however we all dealt with it. And, and some of us, my, at least I can speak for myself, is I wasn't even quite sure how, how drastically it affected me until I started doing a little bit of soul searching. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been rough. And, and I think that. I agree. Yeah, we've all tried to grin and bear it. Hmm. What's great is is that you figured out a way to write about it right. and write a great song about it. And and I look at it, I listen to that going, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Aw, thank you. I love hearing that. Because it's like, I want to I wanna tell the truth, but I have to tell it the way that I tell it, you know? Sure. Um, and the, for me, the, the pandemic was like, you know, you're two months into it, you're like, score. I got toilet paper or whatever. <laughs> like you're surviving. It's, so right. it's like, hey guys, you know? I found toilet paper. I, I think I have a roll I can spare for you. Uh, but right, you got to right. be a close friend. And then you're like, totally. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get sick this week. And oh, um, mm. like, I'm really scared. Or oh, somebody I know lost somebody. And you're like going through this hell. Um, but at the same time, you're kind of like, I just have to get through today. I just have to get through today. I feel like the end of it, um, is harder because I'm, I'm, I'm good in a crisis, but like as I process after, yeah. like I'm very yeah. introverted. So I, I process after. So this time is actually like looking at coming out of it is actually way harder than going into it. Mm. Well, and part of the problem too, is that when you're in crisis mode for like 13, 14, 15 months, right. that has to wear on you as well, right. whether you realize it or not. Right. Yeah. It, it's... Again, you know what happens? You get fat. <laughs> you know what is uh, uh, yeah the uh they the, call it the COVID 19 for a reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah yeah well i mean I, and but it's so true and that's why uh you know our other guest this evening is uh our resident therapist uh and we're going to be talking about you know some of that you know those fears and the you know, the, the stuff that we're all looking to cope cope with I, I you know so um i am um so i was out uh, last weekend, actually, and um, because I am only half vaxxed, um, it was odd to be out. Um, but it was an it was an outdoor um, event, so but it was live music, so I was able to see live music. But it was really weird because I was in that element again around people, and nobody was close to one another at all. But it's like you see people and. And I'm not normally a hugger, but I just had this thing where I wanted to hug everybody. Yeah. Couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't. Yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, it was just like this overwhelming couldn't, emotion. Couldn't, wouldn't. Right. I, 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 miss, that. I miss a handshake. Right. Yeah. I, I'm a big hugger, so that's hard for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say, like, people coming out of it, my, my experience in in any outdoor social act interactions that I've had, it's like, it's like high school again. Like everybody lost <laughs> all their social skills. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, true. Hey, exactly. hey, did you forget how to be cool? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So did I. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, Let's I've been doing, cool together. I've been doing zoom meetings for the last year with no pants on. Yeah. I mean, of course I'm not cool anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So oh my God, can I, you said that, can I tell you a story about that? Oh, Please do. Absolutely. So job, right. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a Zoom meeting one day, and you know, one of one of my fellow colleagues is like, decides his computer isn't situated quite right, so he has to pick it up and move it. And as he picks it up, the camera points down, 
and he inadvertently shows everyone else in the meeting that he's in his boxer briefs. Oh, oh not the junk. Oh, not the junk. Oh. No, and I was like, whoa. And, like, nobody says anything. Everyone just, like, freezes. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Just saw my colleague in his boxer briefs. And he, and I don't, to this day, I don't think he knows that happened. Oh, no. Oh, see, that's even better. Oh, no. That's even better. I mean, we. No, like, where I work, we're so polite. Everyone's just like, I didn't see that. And <laughs> yeah. Yes, I saw it. <laughs> at, at, at some point, you'll just have to start calling him Haynes for no reason. And <laughs> yeah. Just see if he. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it, it's interesting because when we when we first went under lockdown uh, we wanted to try to figure out how are we going to continue to do the show mm-hmm. and, and you know with it being internet based um, there were some options and I can tell you this is that I last last April uh, at the beginning of all of it I celebrated my 50th birthday uh, on the air uh, with the show uh, from my dining room table in my house. <laughs> And and so, you know, you do what you got to do to to be able to continue to do what you're doing. And I think that's what's great about what what you were able to do with your own music and with the label as well is you took the lemons and you made some lemonade out of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. I'm really I'm really happy and excited about the label and about these bands like these. I've. Each and every one of these bands I fully believe in, they've all brought their best game. Like, whether it's a single or a video or a plan for the future, they are so focused and um, doing their best work in, in a really, really difficult time. Yeah. And they they deserve to be heard. They deserve to be listened to. They're amazing. Yeah. We can't we can't wait to, to hear everything that comes out of, you know, all of this, you know, artists being so pent up. Uh, we think it's it's going to be just great, and um, we're 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 super stoked to see that there's a place for them uh, like Red on Red. So th- thank you very much for doing doing what you're doing. Yeah, and and so Justine, how do people find Red on Red and Justine and the Unclean and everything else that you're doing with a it seems like almost endless uh, stream of 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 content that's out there for music? Uh, how do they how do they find you? So, yeah, so first of all, everything available now is on Bandcamp. It's Red on Red Records on Bandcamp. Um, and then also we're on Facebook and Instagram. And all the bands are um, releasing stuff. It I post about it all the time. Every band supports every other band, so it gets kind of amplified on social media, which is wonderful. But um, Bandcamp, Facebook, Instagram, Red on Red Records. Just search it. You'll find it. Excellent. Well, uh, once again, I want to thank you for taking time to, to hang out with us. And uh, I know uh, we, we said this uh, over email, but we'd love to have a steady stream of uh, Red on Red uh, artists come come through here, sit down, do some interviews, maybe play some songs in our, our performance area when everybody's uh, ready to do so but uh, definitely looking forward to hearing more from from everybody on the list yeah and not only that Justine but whatever it is that you guys are are, are doing uh, all of the the art the artists that you have is keep us up to date on these things we're gonna try to keep an eye on it but you know what is is make sure that you that stay in touch because we'd like to make sure that well, we dude. have an opportunity to play the stuff that, that you guys are perform that you guys are producing out there you, you got it. You guys are on my list. You're going to get all the new stuff, and I will Excellent. send my bands your way. 
Awesome. We appreciate that very much. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we're going to play a, uh, a nice set of Red on Red artists. We're going to start off with Andrea Gillis. Leave the light on. Hey, Justine.
Victim of circumstance. Welcome to the first wave. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for having us. Oh, we thank you for joining us and thank you for being our May Artist of the Month. We want to welcome uh, lead singer, bass player of our April Artist of the Month, the Dolly Rots, Kelly Ogden. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Thank you for having me. None other than Robbie Wolfson from Ripe. Robbie, thank you very much for joining the program. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, we are very, very happy to welcome to Wave Radio Boston Mike Fitz from our Artist of the Month, Bad Marriage. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me.
That's Justine and the Unclean, Scorpion Bowl to go. Before that, we heard Cold Expectations, Summer Dress, and at the top of that set, friend of the show, Andrea Gillis, Leave the Light On. All those uh, songs in that set from Red on Red Records. Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. You'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. Absolutely. It's funny. Uh, Scorpion Bowl to go may become like one of these um, time capsule type songs <laughs> yeah. because, you know, in 10, 20 years, people are going to be like, what? You could roll up to a place and get a cocktail to go well in massachusetts yeah well, let's clarify yeah that. yeah yeah because That's because right, yeah. there are plenty of other places that you can do that yes uh the yeah. interesting thing that i did read recently is there are a couple of bills in uh uh-huh. in the legislature here in massachusetts yeah. uh to extend that uh to mm-hmm. also extend the um uh the uh price cap on uh de- what a delivery company can charge sure. to deliver the the yep. takeout yeah um, that probably will stay that, they're well they're trying on that and and hopefully hopefully they'll they'll do that because mm-hmm. i think that is necessary for a little while yeah i do yeah no i agree i agree and um the thing that will be just a shame to see it go is is the uh you know the outdoor drinking and well, eating thing yeah i mean i i'm i'm hoping that i'm hoping that towns Mm -hmm. cities and towns have learned from this that Mm -hmm. taking up a little bit of public land for outdoor seating is a good thing i tell you um so because there's nothing better than eating al fresco in in new england and 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 especially here's Mm -hmm. the reason why you only get a couple of months in in new england i mean come on let us enjoy it yeah uh so i i kind of mentioned uh you know more obtusely earlier um saturday uh was out uh, at the uh, the inaugural Cobblestones uh, Summer Music Series event, which is exciting, yeah, very exciting. Uh, so, uh, we, Wave Radio Boston is a uh, co-sponsor, I guess you could say, of that with uh, Evolvement Music, uh, Mike Bernier's um, uh, company. 
so uh, was able to stop by, talk to Michael for a while. Great guy. Oh, that's great. Uh, fantastic MC. Uh, he was a great MC. His his energy is just ridiculous. Um, and so does he need to MC our shows when we do uh, remotes? Yes, is that more, how this going to work? More than likely, because <laughs> uh, we're snoozing in the back. But the thing that was crazy. Um, was, and this is a little bit, you know, local inside stuff, but um, Cobblestones was you know, the host. Yep. So I expected the Summer Music Series to be, you know, Cobblestones has that little outdoor dining yes. area, yep. and I figured, you know, a, you know, a guy, a performer uh, with a guitar. Yeah. And you know, Mike working the crowd. Maybe having a, a harmonica on a, on one of those little neck uh, sure. neck braces, you know, sure. so that he could play that in, in, on occasion. Sure, something like that. sure. Um, however, okay. When I arrived, um, so if you're familiar with cobblestones, uh, the way they sit, um, they're kind of uh, between um, a canal mm-hmm. in in Lowell and yep. like downtown Lowell, right? yeah, and, and and there's like three historic landmarks yeah, like the, just to just off the, yeah. their property, the, the Masonic Temple, the huge Masonic uh, Temple, that that little mill build that the little building, that little red building, yeah, yeah which yeah. I can I never think, remember I think it's what just it is. A pump station now, yeah, but. but it was important, yeah. But anyway, so that's their only parking. Right there, sure. Right there, right there, sure. So they have completely. They had for that day completely eliminated that parking. So the entire, as you came, you know, yep. around from the around, canal, yep. the entire area was cordoned off, which makes sense because it's the only area that they have to do that, right? Um, with um, with chairs, you know, sporadically, you know, nice, nicely distanced. Nice. They had um, a a beer. Garden set up oh. with uh, with uh, Michael's uh, um, Enjoy Your Life IPA from, oh. from Riverwalk on tap. Right, right, nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, so he he has a um, a, ta- a brew uh, with Riverwalk uh, made in association with Riverwalk Brewing. Yep, uh, called Enjoy Your Life. It's a it's a nice summer IPA, not. You know the IPAs that John Anthony doesn't particularly care for. You know for. what? It's, I'm going to try it. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely got you know a little bit of hints of uh, you know lemon in it and stuff. Uh, that works. It's summer. So, yeah, it's exactly. It's a great beach beer. Nice is what I would say. Nice. Um, so anyway, they had that. A few other things on tap. They had some bottles, and they were um, they were doing some some barbecue type food oh, as well. Now we're talking. A very large stage setup. Okay. Um, there was an opening. Um, a band, his name uh, escapes me. I did write it down. Could, could the party it, band have fit on this stage? Uh, pretty close. Ah, see, there because, you go. That's a big. That's a big stage. Then. Because after uh, you know, so I was looking at the setup. Yep. Uh, after the the uh, opener was done, yep. who happened to also be the lead singer of the actual band? Okay. That that was there. Hey, why not? Um, who's uh, the the band itself was called Way Up South. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. We talked about that last week. Yes, and uh, so they they were there, and uh, that band was uh, two keyboard players, or a keyboard player and an organ player, uh, guitar, bass, uh, lead singer who played guitar, and a keyboard player uh, and a drummer. A little bit me. of chicken fried in this one. Uh, so to say that this band um, was legit um, from a um, uh, you know the perspective of um, uh, excuse me, yeah, of uh, of you know having their chops down. Yep, can be encapsulated with their opening song. They opened okay their set 
with Seven Bridges Road. Oh. With five-part harmonies. Oh, see, I, why was I not there? Well, you know why I wasn't there? I, w- I, was, I was setting up my outdoor space uh, for the summer, yeah. uh, which was really important because I really enjoyed it later yeah. on Saturday night and Sunday. So, yes. uh, so uh, just real quickly, we wanted to announce the champion. We are crowning the champion uh, of our long oh, yeah. uh, Wave Radio Boston uh, 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 Music Madness, our, our little little March tournament. Yes. Uh, that's, yeah, our little March tournament that we're ending in May. That's right. Um, and uh, so this, the final was uh, the, ended up being the seventies bracket represented by the who's won't, uh, won't get fooled again. And, and I'm going to guess they didn't win. Uh, and the eighties uh, bracket winner, which was uh, uh, motorheads, ace of spades. Uh, they went head to head. I know our audience. I'm pretty sure ace of spades took this one. Yes. Ace of spades. Uh, did, it was a little bit closer than previous really? Uh, really? challenges have been, but Ace of Spades did take down the championship belt. So congratulations posthumously yes. uh, to Lemmy, but yep. uh, he, he takes uh, the hardware home. Nice. That's fantastic. So, uh, so we're going to play this one on the other side of this break. Uh, therapist, Wave Radio Boston therapist, Corinne Crosley, will be joining us, getting our heads straight to go back out in public. It's Mortarhead.
the takeover with me, the boss, Mike Lachance, on Wave Radio Boston every Friday night, 7 to 9. I'll be playing the loudest hard rock and heavy metal you forgot you'd love to hear. Make sure you join me every Friday night, 7 to 9, on Wave Radio Boston, the takeover with the boss, Mike Lachance. Turn it up! Tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine.
That's what you want to call it? Mama, 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 we're all crazy now. Quite right. And before that, fantastic band out of Maryland, Stone Horses and their song, Good Old Days. Love that song. And, of course, the Wave Radio Boston Music Madness champ. That's Motorhead, Ace of Spades, and... Uh, Mr. Lachance from the uh, the takeover is already taking a victory lap on this one. Yeah, so he has by text. I'm sure you'll be. Uh, you, I'm sure you'll be hearing uh, some pronouncements very loud and proud tomorrow tomorrow, e- tomorrow evening uh, on the takeover. So be sure to tune in uh, seven to nine tomorrow. Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at wrbrocks.com. Just press the big red listen button to listen to our live programming. You'll also find on-demand show replays, news, show schedules, and a hell of a lot more. Go to WRBRocks.com for everything Wave Radio Boston. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, F you to FM indeed. Uh, So, you know, that, that song may... May have been a coincidence. And then again, it may not have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the one coming out of this break isn't. Yes. Uh, so uh, so we are uh, we are very fortunate to have, uh, well, maybe, 
well, it's definitely fortunate, but probably and definitely necessity to have yeah. uh, our on staff uh, Wave Radio Boston therapist that we can bring in for all of those times that we're feeling a little uncertain. So welcome, welcoming her back to the program, Corinne Crosley, Wave Radio Boston therapist, noted author. Welcome back to the show. Good evening, Wave Radio. That was uh, quite uh, quite a lead in. <laughs> well, well, you know what the the reason is is that you got your work cut out for uh, for <laughs> yourself just with us here at the studio. That's right. That's right. Um, so when we when we last spoke to you, actually, it was kind of er, early days of the pandemic, and we were all you know you yeah. so you were talking to us about you know, self-care and listening to yourself and being okay with, you know, being sad and things like that. And we all failed. <laughs> we had, there was, you know, varying degrees of success. Yes, yes, and varying failure. degrees of success. That's a better way to put it, yes, Pete. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, so, you know, the governor has, has given us our, has led us out of our rooms at, at, on the 29th. Um, so, Everybody's very excited about it, especially those um, that are fully vaccinated, which I w- will be getting my second shot uh, tomorrow. So I'm um, I'm drinking Bud Light this evening yes. to make sure I hydrate. So he's oh, drinking. Good. So he's drinking water. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I had one Bud Light. And now yeah. I'm drinking water. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, so so we're all very excited to get back out there. But uh, along with that, it seems like there's as much anxiety for a lot of people kind of coming back into society as there was retreating from it. Um, so the, the great unmasking. Yes. Um, so can you, you know, so, I'll, you know, first of all, are, are we right about that? And, you know, are there any kind of tips uh, that, that we can, you know, kind of lean on as, as we, as we head back out? Sure. Absolutely. You are right about it. I mean, we, we now have a phrase for it, of course. Like, we, we love our diagnostic terms. It's called reentry anxiety. Uh-huh. And um, Astronauts so have that sometimes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of feels like that for some of us. You know, we've, we've been zipped into our bubbles, and mm. it can feel like we're, we're breaking back into the atmosphere. Um, and... You know, I think a lot of us are excited about reentering, and um, I think some of us are not excited <laughs> about yeah. reentering. Like, oh, stuff. sure. Yeah. Um, there are some folks who are really struggling with it um, for a you know a variety, a diversity of different reasons. Um, and then I think the, sort of the vast majority of us are experiencing like really strong ambivalence. So mm. you know, can't wait to see those loved ones can't wait to be with people uh, I mean I I know just as uh, someone who loves to partake you know all of the excitement around possibly live music at some point you yeah. know yep. more more and more is um, really exciting but I think we're we're feeling nervous at the same time that we're feeling you know different things about the same thing at the right. same time, which yeah. is actually what ambivalence, ambivalence actually means. Um, and so, one, the first tip is just to acknowledge that. Like, we don't just have to be excited. We don't have to just mm. be scared um, to actually admit that we're ambivalent, I think, is actually really helpful. Um, and 
you know, to set realistic expectations about that. Um, and so, you know, how careful have you been? Um, right. And so if you've been like super zipped in the bubble, mm-hmm. you know, eat, eat, while the fantasy might be like, I'm going to see all my friends, you know, just set the realistic expectation that, you know, that's probably going to be pretty anxiety provoking. So a big gathering, if you haven't seen many people, you know, three people might be a big gathering for you. Right, right. If you've seen, you know, if you've been seeing people in passing, you know, a a larger gathering might be okay. But also, you know, realize it might also feel pretty weird. Um, You know, I, I think about it as like when I, when I go away on vacation for quite a while and I just like, haven't been driving or, Mm. you know, um, after actually I had both of my kids, you know, you're, you're just not driving for a little while. And you have that moment where you get in the car and you're like, um, do I still know how to drive? (laughs) There's a little performance anxiety going on there. Sure. Sure. For sure. And also like our brains acclimate so fast. We don't realize that, but we, we actually acclimate very quickly And Mm. so literally it feels weird. Um, You know, I've had this experience as a therapist. I've been seeing people outside mostly, but mostly on the screen. And to see people in three dimensions actually has a particular feeling. And that's because our brains are set up for that. Sure. Mm -hmm. And we've been really deprived of that for a whole year. Well, it was was starting in the 50s and 60s where we really created our brains against a two-dimensional image. Right. It hasn't been right. that long. Yeah. Most of the time, for, for most of human existence, it's been a three-dimensional image right. that you're dealing right. with. Right. Yeah. And, and now we're wired. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we all grew up that way, right. no matter how old you are at this point. And then to be thrown into the two-dimensional image for a very mm-hmm. long time, or, right. or long enough, yeah. seems like forever at this point, uh, gets you to the point of, wow, all of a sudden, wow, well, mm-hmm. it's a person. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I know I know some of the people, and it's very interesting. But one of the one of the phenomenons um, that I've seen, um, and I'm once again, I'm sure there's a name for it. Um, but oh, is, she'll tell you, yeah, is that there's you know a lot of uh, of people um, in their zipping up as as you put it right um, have have said you know look the science is telling us this is what we need to do right now the science is saying you know, it's okay not to do it anymore. And I've seen a lot of people really struggling with that, what they see now as a paradox, right? That, you know, it, I, I could lean on science for something that was comfortable to me. And now science is, is telling me I, not that I have to, but that going out of my, my new comfort zone is, um, is okay. It's gone both ways throughout all yeah. this too. It depends on your on your well, perspective. Sure, but but so right. you know, is it you know once again, I'm sure that's that's some sort of a you know a thing, uh, as it were, <laughs> uh, clinical term there. Yes, uh, thing. Yeah. Yes, it's a thing. Uh, but um, but you know what is you know what are some things that that people can can do you know if their head is in that space. Sure, I mean. There's a number of things that um, I really think about. Number one, um, you know, always, always just be really aware and thoughtful about your media consumption. Ah. <laughs> Number one with a bullet. 
Because, um, I mean, I think there's also so many pieces here about sort of like um, the the message that we're consuming. Sure. And, yeah, and I think we were so exposed to not only um, how to be safe, but how to be responsible, right? Like how mm. to keep other people safe. Right. And that that became such a piece. And now, you know, this pivot, it's interesting because I think a lot of us in the mental health world, we're sort of preparing people to say, like, this isn't going to be a quick pivot. Things are going to open pretty slowly. It's going to feel weird. Yeah. And then, and then bam. Sudden, like, <laughs> well, that this was this was mental health workers. This was unexpected. This yeah. was unexpected for everyone, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm. I myself am, am definitely adjusting. And it's it's so interesting, that reaction. Like, you know, I can tell you the date that, that sort of in the Northeast, everything shut down. It's March 13th um, mm-hmm. up here. It's easy to remember. And I think we'll probably pretty easily remember May 29th as well. Um, right. Hopefully so, in a happier manner. <laughs> yeah, I, hopefully. But, you know, what Pete's speaking to, I think it is, you know, so salient. Um, and so I think, you know, really thinking about how we begin to manage anxiety is what we say in the field is exposure and response is the idea is to slowly, um, expose the person to the anxiety, right? Like we've been told this is safe. This is more safe by, um, you know, depending on where you're camping these days, right? Mm -hmm. Um, More trusted um, sources of information. That being said, you know, it's it's okay if you're anxious about taking your mask off for a while. And so, you know, what I would say is go slow. It's okay. You know, it's okay to go to the small bookstore and take your mask off. And Mm. explore that. And maybe you're not ready for the the grocery store for a while. And in terms of worrying about other people's judgment about why you're wearing your mask, why you're not wearing your mask, you know, like. (laughs) Right. We if something if if there's something we've learned very well this year, life is too hard and too short. Right. Yeah. Um, Sure. We're all living our own stories. You can't look at someone and know they're immunocompromised or, or just what's going on. Right. And so go slow and, um, you know, do challenge yourself a little bit at a time. Hence the exposure and response the the, the phrase refers to um, being exposed to the thing that creates anxiety a little bit at a time, causing some of that anxiety response and dealing with it, learning how to manage it. And that is what teaches your brain and your body how to calm the F down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So you're, you're listening to Corinne Crosley here on the first wave uh, on wave radio, Boston. If you have a question, something mm. that, that you just, something that maybe she hasn't covered for you in particular, uh, give us a call. The listener line is 617-829-9283. Yes. And uh, yeah, exposure and responses is, is, is how, uh, is how I refer to uh, how how we deal with John Anthony uh, every Thursday. Well, of course it is, yeah. and 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 I get that, and and that's that's the way that it should be because that's my job. Uh, but but beyond that, so Corinne, I do have a question, and 
what if I'm not anxious? What if I'm not nervous? What if for months, almost from the beginning, well, at least since I actually caught COVID back around Thanksgiving, uh, what if I look at it and say, I don't have any of those concerns. I have been dying for this realistically, just real self, uh, self-assessment of I have been dying to be able to get out and start doing things for a very long time. Uh, does that make me the odd person out at this point? And if it does, I'm okay with that. Uh, but based on your experience with, with what you've been doing recently, uh, it, it, am, I, am I just one of, the, one of the outliers on that? Or are, have you talked with, with people who are looking at it that way of, I don't understand anything she's saying because I've been really wanting to get out there and do all these things anyway? It's a great question. I mean, I think you have to first, um, I, I have to acknowledge my population. Folks who are coming to me are anxious. Mm, right. <laughs> no, right. no. Yeah. And, and so, you know what? That, 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 and that, that makes yeah. perfect sense. That, that's the pool you swim in, right? Of right. course. Yeah. Right. That's the pool I swim in. That being said, I mean, I think what we need to acknowledge here, um, John, I've known you for a little while Yeah, now. just, it, it, just and, most of your life. <laughs> Just most of my life. And, you know, I mean, let's just acknowledge that um, our our significant extroverts, which I would uh, I would classify you as my friend. um, Oh, I agree. Our significant extroverts have really um, have really suffered in a different way. Mm. And Mm -hmm. that, you know, people some of us have just been, you know, like ambivalent some of us have just been plain scared and some of us have been suffering like this is the way i recharge my batteries yeah this is the way i thrive mm-hmm. and you know uh, working with folks who were extroverts and really you know people people um this has been a really hard different kind of year and and trying sure. to find where to charge your batteries when it's not other people is really difficult so the fact that you're chomping at the bit uh, i mean I think we're having, again, a diversity of experiences. And so um, I think extroverts are a special breed, period. Um, That's a polite uh, way. And thank you for putting (laughs) it that way. A good bottle of wine, good bottle of liquor. I'm going to have to owe that to you for putting it that way. But no, and, and, and Corinne, thank you, because that, that really is, I think you, you, verbalized a lot better than I could uh the way that 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 I do feel and and there are others that I know that are that way as well and I think that when you look at the at the news coverage and everything is that we're uh, what you had said was was something that really resonated with me because that was how I felt with things and it seems like I might be the outlier. And I think that that's what's important with this is that nobody's really the outlier is you have to deal with right. things the way that that mm-hmm. you can. And and if you need some help with that is find someone who can help you address whatever wherever you are on the scale of the anxiety of reentering a, a world that nobody really knows what's what's out there beyond, beyond this, which has to be really nerve wracking for some people. Sure. Right. Right. There's so many of us. And what I would add to that, John, too, is, you know, f- finding that help and also sort of 
that that person who understands you but also can help you navigate right that yeah. for you as a as a people person right um there's going to be a, a different sort of experience you're excited but some people may be really sort of you know, challenged or maybe standoffish or, right. you know, like you, that you might really experience that interpersonal, um, that ambivalence in a really interpersonal way. And again, when you recharge your batteries interpersonally, it's like, oh, like, is, is there, you know, what's going on here? And mm-hmm. so not just, um, you know, for you making your way through, but also as we all navigate it, that, you know, we cranked up the social awkward meter way oh, yeah. 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 And we're all going to be in high school all over again. And, and I, I that's think hilarious. Yeah. Which, that's hilarious that, that you said that because I, I don't know if you heard our, our guest earlier, but we were speaking with um, Justine Koval, uh, the founder of Red, Red on Red Records. And that's the exact terminology that she used. She said, being out in, in public is like it's like high school over again. Nobody understands how to act. And she's a singer songwriter right. who is used to being out in public. And and I think that right. Corinne, thank you for saying what you just did because I think that for those of us who might be you know extroverts as as I am, I think the the one thing for any other extroverts which would be just about any of the other hosts that may be listening tonight is Please be cognizant and respectful of the people who aren't in the same spot that you are. And that goes both ways uh, is mm-hmm. try to be try to be understanding of the fact that some people are a lot more nervous than you are about getting back out there. And if you encounter them, mm-hmm. please try to be uh, knowledgeable about that and, and just be. Just be kind. Yeah, and uh, that's you know kind of being echoed on the text line. We have, we have, we got a text from the nine seven eight uh, uh, asking if there are any mindful words of guidance to those who are already comfortable with pre pandemic uh, normal socializing to not make it harder on those who are not quite there yet. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's such a great point. I mean, I think that piece about. Um, you know, just circling back to the high school piece, like, you know, if we had to do it again, oh, shudder, right? Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm in. That- I'm in because I know things <laughs> that I didn't know then. Well, here's the thing. I mean, that's it. Like, how would we approach it so differently now? Right. You know, now exactly. that hopefully we're a little bit more secure and know that it's going to be okay. Right. Um, you know, how can we be curious and kind with each other? Because that high school dynamic feels so familiar because it works on so many levels, right? Like Mm -hmm. all of us feel, you know, I shouldn't say all of us. So many of us feel monitored and, and sort of like, um, seen, right? Like, well, that person's still wearing a mask and I kind of wear want to wear a mask, but I don't want to wear, you know, like we're all, we don't know what to do. What a great analogy. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, we all want to just be cool about it. Right. <laughs> like we we right. don't want to be having our feelings about it. No matter how and anxious we, we might be here. inside. That's no, right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, you know, even if you are comfortable, um, you know, can you be curious? Can, you know, in your excitement or, you know, sort of speaking to the, the text question in particular, um, 
yeah, can can you sort of use those same extroversion skills of really wanting to connect with people to like really watch, right? Like mm-hmm. to not just be in your excitement, but can we be curious and watch? And also for those of us who are anxious, you know, it's not in high school anymore. Can we feel safe enough to say, you know, like, this is really weird. Right. <laughs> I'm feeling really nervous right mm-hmm. now and I'm so glad to see you and I'm so excited, but this feels weird at the same time. Right. And that's fine. Right. Yeah. The, um, well, it all, f- everything feels day. weird right now. Everything feels weird. You know, just, mm. it just, I, yeah. I, I, I went out, I, I went out, uh, Last weekend, and had an, an a night because it was beautiful weather. Had an outdoor uh, yeah. outdoor uh, lunch with uh, with my princess and her sons uh, to celebrate Mother's Day. We decided to do it the week mm-hmm. after because Mother's Day always sucks to try to get a restaurant reservation, especially if oh you're, my God. You know, especially these days in in, in lower uh, capacity. So we we yeah. had such a great time, and it was. It was comfortable, and mm-hmm. and I think because we yeah. all made each other feel comfortable, I'm pretty sure that there were different um, feelings of anxiety within uh, the COVID situation, but we all cared enough about the other person involved, the other mm-hmm. people involved, to try to make it as comfortable as possible for people, and I think that, that, that to me, that's what we almost need to do in this case as well. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And and take the risk and say, um, you know, and and be able to express our feelings. I, you know, mm-hmm. sort of similarly, John. Um, last week, we as a family for the first time um, went out to a restaurant, and you know, we were you know by the door and all of those things. And my eight-year-old, who's very plugged into her feelings, um, we started with a very empty restaurant, and then she turned to us like mid-meal and said, um, "I'm starting to feel really nervous because there weren't a lot of people in this restaurant before, and now there's more people, and it makes me nervous." Mm. And that was all. You know, yeah. she was just able to say it, right. and you know, like we were able to be with her on it. And I was like, you know out of the mouths of babes, right? Like right, right. how many of us would just try to like pull that off and, yep. or oh, yeah. have another drink, right? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> or, that, that's usually the answer. You know, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we moved through it, but can can we can we sort of create that space for each other? Right, yeah. So, I, I mean, I really feel like um, a lot of the early going on is going to be a lot about, you know, trying to read you know, people's nonverbal cues and, mm-hmm. and paying attention to, to all that because I think you have to, there's no way to assume that anybody feels, and this has always been true yeah. by the way. Yeah. Right. No, but, true. But, but, always. but, but, always. but it's yeah. even more important now and even more prescient now that we should never assume that anybody is in the same headspace that we're in, uh, it's especially true. right sure. now. So. And maybe that right. maybe we'll learn something from this, right? Uh, I'm I'm hoping yeah. that the next few months that that society nice. <laughs> that that individuals learn something from this, and and maybe yeah. you know share a little bit more concern for how the other person feels. Absolutely, uh, and, and and I definitely liked um, the way that you said that you know people can start with you know smaller places like maybe a small bookstore, perhaps a uh, very 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 well done i like how you slid that in <laughs> i was going to ask you where are the signed copies yes uh so uh so 
you know, this we we appreciate uh, Curran's time as always. She's always got uh, great things, but uh, she does. She is a uh, an author uh, since we've uh, last last seen her officially. Uh, yeah, released, which is great. Congratulations, the by the way. Yes, it's uh, so Thank fantastic. You. So uh, the name of the book is uh, "Self Care for New Moms: Thriving Through yeah. Your Postpartum Year." Um, so can you give uh, everybody a little bit, you know, 10,000 foot view uh, for, you know, who, who is this book for? Who's it not? You know, who, who's well, it's it for? probably not for me. Well, <laughs> no, no, it's not for you. No, I would say that. No, and that's OK. So uh, self-care for new moms, even though it's not for John, probably. Yes. Um, it is. It is um, sort of self-explanatory. It is for new moms. And, you know, postpartum means 12 months, those 12 months um, after the baby comes. But Mm -hmm. I would say, um, you know, if you know a pregnant mom who uh, is, you know, getting to that point, um, I think that's also uh, the time for her to start reading as well. Um, And also I've certainly heard from uh, moms who are well past those 12 months who have mm-hmm. said like, oh my goodness, this is really helpful. Um, so it is a book that really is um, on self-care from uh, head to toe. And every front, everything from um, basic body care, you know, in terms of nursing and um, physical recovery to really the self-care of trying to step out of the um, plague of perfectionism that is motherhood <laughs> in our society now and uh, how to take a different perspective and focus on uh, a different mindset that is a lot more sustainable and healthy. Um, also, you know, how to feed ourselves um, because, yes, we actually are supposed to eat as mothers. Um, and even uh, the the struggles with body image and postpartum intimacy and Really, it's a it's it's really sort of a primer on on all of those things that uh, often we put on hold because it's all about the baby, and that really doesn't help baby um, when mom is not taking care of herself. And so, um, yeah, it's this invitation that moms are allowed to and um, really help by taking care of something. Yeah, and it's a it's a fantastic book. So I I did uh, I do have a copy uh, that I've leafed through. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, you know, is, is Pete's had postpartum depression a few times. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, you know. So so actually, I know we're quipping. No, no, no. It's true. Mood disorders is a male disorder. Yo, yeah, well, of course it is. Actually, fathers get postpartum depression as well. So mm-hmm. well, I can appreciate <laughs> the that. PSA for the dads. I can appreciate yeah. that uh, for a lot of different reasons because it, it, it's a team and and sure. when one member mm-hmm. of the team might be down that sure. really does affect the rest of the team yep. and i can only imagine how it affects dads mm-hmm. uh, just because of, of you know being male and not being a dad but being male is talk about a, a whole potpourri of of problems uh when it comes to to dealing with that so oh, yeah. that's why Read the book. Yeah, just yeah. read the yeah. book. Yeah, there's never a, a greater feeling of uh, absolute uh, uh, powerlessness as uh, you know 
being a, 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 a dad to a newborn and, you know, and there's nothing you can do, nothing you can do. And, and, you know, mom is, is, isn't in a place to care for herself either. It's, it's, it's a tough place. Cause, cause but, now you got to take care of both of them yeah. well, or, or try right. or, or try to assist with both. Or of sometimes them. That's you, the, better way the hard it. and the hardest part for a lot of men is just not fixing, but being there. Yeah. And, uh, that, right. that that's a tough lesson right. for, yeah. for a lot of us. Uh, but the book is, uh, what I do want to say about the book is it's got, amazing information in it but this is not this is not clinical this is not a dry read no this no. is not a dry well, read. oh wait wait have, have we talked to corinne before yes. we know it's not exactly. a dry read this is very much in corinne's voice um there you know just to, I, I picked up the book and literally you know opened it up chapter four uh is titled let's talk boobs uh, oh, I'm in. And, and, <laughs> All right, maybe this book is for me. And, uh, as 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 uh, maybe yes. maybe it's anti Dan Hoyt of this book is not for you. Yes. No, no, this book is for me. Yes, if that's the title exactly. of that chapter. Uh, and then I I opened up to another section of the book, and uh, she had a uh, a quote from Cinderella. Not Cinderella from yeah. Disney, <laughs> no, but no. Cinderella, Cinderella the, the 80s metal band. Nice. Yes. So um, <laughs> very much, very much in Corinne's voice. It's a, it's a fantastic read. Uh, available on uh, Amazon, barnesandnoble.com. Uh, get yourself a copy. Uh, it, it's uh, fantastic. So uh, uh, is, there a, is there a book tour? I know there had been a book tour, but is, is it back on? It's, you know, it's like everything else. It's rolling out slow. Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to make it happen. But, um, you know, um, I'm happy to sign copies. You know, if, if you are part of a mom's group, if you are part of a group where you would like me to oh, yeah. come speak, I would love to hear from you, um, you know, and we can do that in person or, you know, we certainly have the equipment. To do yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody, everybody sure. has it. So, Corinne, how do people reach you uh, if they have uh, questions, they want to hook up, uh, whatever it happens to be? Uh, how do they reach you? Sure, sure. So, um, there is my podcast, which is the Mama Bites website. So that's M O M M A Bites, um, and you can tune in for the podcast, but also. You can contact me um, via that website. Also, um, my uh, my clinical therapist website, um, CorinneCrosley.com. Um, you're welcome to stop on by there, and there's also a contact button. So either of those are great ways to get in touch with me. Fantastic. Uh, I, it's, Corinne, it's it's... I, I learn something about myself every time I speak with you. So we need, so we need to make sure that we do this uh, fairly rarely. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, yeah, he's, not, he's not all that self-aware. So you peel uh, a little I, bit of the I, onion every I'm time. I'm just self-aware enough to survive. <laughs> well, so th- 920 on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be therapy for Johnny and Anthony. Oh, That's God. Right. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, right. I, I'm not sure that either of us want to go down that uh, rabbit hole. Send the, send, send the bill directly to Wave Radio. Boston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get right on that. That's a big bill. Yeah. yeah. That, now, that's the rabbit hole. Yes. We might have, we might have to give you a piece of the business for that yes. one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for spending time with us. A lot, a lot of great information. Uh, you know, this will be out on our, our podcast later. So I'm sure, uh, you know, you're going to help a lot of people. So thank you very much for spending time with us once again. Yeah, Corinne, as usual, thank you very, very much. Thanks, guys. Always fun to be here. All right. We'll go out with with one for new moms. It's Danzig. 
the children not to hear my words What they mean, what they say Mother Can you keep them in the dark for a while? Can you have them from the wedding world?
that's Fog Hat and Slow Ride. Before that, our pals in Bad Marriage and their huge mega hit old school stereo. Bad Love Marriage. that song. I, I play that song all the fucking time yeah. at home. Doesn't I really get, do. Really doesn't get old. Uh, Bad Marriage does have a new album coming out soon. It's uh, available on pre-order right now. So head on over to... Uh, their site, Bad Ma- uh, I think it's badmarriage.com. You can link through their Facebook page and get your pre-order done. And at the top of that set, in, on- in honor, pardon me, in honor of... You sound uh, like me. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, in honor of our uh, guest, we had Danzig and Mother. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music and upcoming gigs. We love to do that. Join the Real Radio Revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. And uh, the voice you heard, of course, is the lovely Miss Becca Lee. The phantom voice. Who has who has joined us? Thank you very much for uh, for getting here. No, we uh, it, it 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 really hasn't been the same without you. I, I'll say it. I know Pete will never do never admit oh, that, God but no. I will. I well, will. to be honest, I'm yeah. just here for the beer and it, the free counseling. There, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, you're gonna have to listen to replay for that one. I was listening, <laughs> you were listening on the way in. I yeah, was. of course. I, Corinne is so great. Uh, oh, she is. Yes. Uh, what what's great? This is the thing: is that most people are a little bit nervous about seeking help mm-hmm. in that aspect of things. But I got to tell you, if you're going to pick somebody, pick Corinne because mm-hmm. she is going to make to bring it to you in a way that will make you feel good about the fact that you're seeking help. There you uh, go. That's what that's she awesome. does. Yeah. She uh, just her personality, her, her sense of humor. Uh, she is truly one of the funniest people I know. Uh, and, and which is, she may not want me to say that out loud uh, on air because she's, you know, she's trying to do to help people through therapy. Uh, but I got to tell you is, is you'll get a lot more out of it with someone like her. So Mm -hmm. we really do appreciate the fact that, um, she's helped us, uh, beginning of the pandemic toward the end. Uh, it's great. I'm really curious to talk to her six months from now. And see uh, just how everybody's made it through. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She does a great job reminding me that I'm normal. I'm sorry. (sighs) Come on. No, no, no. Telling me that I'm normal. Help, help, help. (laughs) Help She came came as close as anyone on the face of the planet has to tell me that how I was feeling was normal. And, And maybe she was choking the bile down while she did it but i don't know uh but but she made me feel good about it so that's all that matters no, right she's yeah. wonderful she's yes. wonderful it's good people um so we, we heard at the end of that set uh slow ride uh by fog hat and uh that one of course was very prominently featured in uh one of I don't, it's not, I don't want to say one of the greatest movies, but certainly um, one of the better movies within a certain genre. Yes. Uh, so that movie, of course, is Dazed and Confused. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Well, and what's cool is you got Lowrider playing in the background right, of that right, clip. You right. know, it's the fantastic soundtrack in yeah. that movie. By the way, oh, that's yeah. Days and Confused. Um, I could watch that movie a million times. Yeah. You know what's so funny, funny is I don't remember. I don't remember most of that movie. I'm sure I had seen it at some point, but I haven't seen it since it came out. Oh, it's a great movie, and, and that's 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 on me. So, um, 
So I played that because uh, we got uh, past a uh, Bickley actually found. You got past uh, a doobie. Uh, so so it so I, it is in that genre, <laughs> right? So cool it's you did, man. <laughs> as long as it's to the left hand side. Beer bust at the moon tower. <laughs> Be there. Um, but uh, so it it is it is it's part of a genre. I mean that's a that's a movie genre, the the stoner movie. Oh sure. And um, and you know what? It goes through decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For so there's been you know great great stuff. It probably started, I would say, in the seventies. Ah, uh, late sixties. What uh, the hell was the name of the movie? It was like it, it was. Uh, Easy damn Rider. It. Well, I guess you could say Easy Rider is a stoner that was a movie, biker but, movie more than a yeah. stoner movie. Uh, it was a counterculture. Yeah, counterculture movie. movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, there was one. That, now I, you know what? Is, let's Chong. keep going. Well, Cheech and well, Chong. Cheech and Chong I, I said Cheech and Chong yeah, because yeah. I said the seventies because yeah. Cheech and Chong. Oh, really. they, 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 yeah. they brought it to the forefront. Yeah. There were others before that, mm-hmm. uh, but it's all Cheech and Chong. Yeah, um, so, up in smoke. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, up in. I, I honestly, uh, and this was definitely my upbringing. Uh, uh, speaking here, I don't think I saw a Cheech and Chong movie in its entirety until about three years ago. Wow. I just, you know, they weren't obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, they were not in my, on, in, in, in my house. No, and and I'm the same way, Um, is that that was not, that was not my culture, Um, but I appreciate some of them were damn funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, And especially Cheech and Chong, Mm -hmm. is I, I had learned to appreciate them as I got a little bit older and and look back and uh, see, to me, Cheech and Chong made their bones Oh, oh, oh. On the stoner side of things, of course, and that. But but the key is their comedy. Oh yeah, is some of the most brilliant, mm-hmm. smart, yes. cutting. It was more social commentary, if you think about it, than it was sure. stoner. Yeah. The key was they brought everybody in on the stoner right. side of things, exactly. and 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 they hooked you. Yeah. Yep. And they still, gosh, they're everywhere. Oh, yeah, still. <laughs> well, Tommy yeah, yeah. Chong. Tommy How many Chong's, credits they must have. Tommy yeah. Chong is still trying to make the Cheech Marin money. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's doing a damn good job of it. Uh, there's There was something, it might have been Netflix, one of the streaming services that had a Tommy Chong, damn it, if I... I should have looked this up earlier. We've been, and we've had a busy night. Yeah. Uh, is, is there's something with, with him that was absolutely brilliant. It was just him. And just Tommy Chong? Yes. And yeah. as much as... But he as, did a stand-up recently. Yes. And, yeah. and this was a couple of years old, maybe. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. The guy is... He is probably funnier now mm-hmm. than he was years ago in the 70s. Well, he, he doesn't have a problem being angry now. No, no, and, and the which ang- in the se- in the seventies it was yeah. always very veiled, right. and you know he was the the stoner, and you know he could barely function, kind of thing. Right, he's 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 loosened now. Yeah, he's he's angry. <laughs> and, he's and a lot he's, angry. He's loosened and looking for yeah. the payday, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, and well, one thing that uh, that Cheech Marin will never have that Tommy Chong has is Radon Chong. Uh, yes. So, Yes. So he's got that going for him. Uh, which uh, for is those nice. for those of you who have no idea who Ray Don Chong Ray Don Don Chong is, That's a tough one. Look it up. Mm. Uh, uh, great actress, beautiful girl. Commando. Yeah, and uh, there was another one too. Uh, one that I actually Quest for liked. Fire, right? No, there was another one that I actually liked that she was in, and I can't remember it. Yeah. So that's what happens when you get old. I think it, I know it was a Schwarzenegger vehicle. I think it was Commando. That yeah, she well, was the, oh no, uh, stewardess. She, oh no, she was in that. It was just there was she a was mo- a stewardess and there, then flew a PBY. Yeah, 
There was a movie that uh, that I really liked that she was in, and I don't just don't remember what it was. It was more of a. Uh, it was a little less uh, commando-ish. So. So that that whole you know the the Cheech and Chong kind of really established that whole media, and then throughout the eighties there were there were some some folks that that took up the uh, the mantle a little bit, um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean you know not as but not as popular, and it's weird. These um, I'd give Fast Times at Ridgemont High a, a nod to the Stoner movie. It wasn't entirely a Stoner movie, yeah, but I mean come on, that's an iconic movie, and 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 there was a. a, a key element of it was the stoner side of things um all right so let's i i hadn't thought about best stoner movies uh <laughs> oh, but, this just happened right now <laughs> uh but yeah we can do that let's see well uh, that's what's on the sheet i know but <laughs> but it was your opinion of them no uh, of but, course but, I, I mean if i'm thinking stoner movies yeah I, i'm thinking i'm thinking fast times at ridgemont high why because it was it was some of the most iconic see to mm. me it's it it's it, it's still all about uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, damn it, uh, oh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Thank you. Yes. It's all about Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool. I had no idea that mm-hmm. the stoner was that important in that until I got older. <laughs> See, so uh, so I've, I found a list. It has the Hangover on it. The Hangover to me is not a stoner movie. Ah, but yet it, 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 that's more of a drug movie as opposed to stoner movie. Yeah, but, but it's not. All right. It's not really even a drug movie. All they right. get drugged. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a party. But, but there, it's, it's a yeah. party movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say that's a stoner movie. No, no I, I, I'm, I'm actually thinking more '90s into 2000s, which had some yes. funny stuff. Yes. And we'll leave that for right now. Wow. We. we so I mean, so because Pineapple Express is the thing that I'm thinking. Is if you think Stoner right. movie, oh, yeah, Pineapple uh, Express is might, the number might, one on might, this. Might be uh, as 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 it's all everything revolves around yeah, the weed. weed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's yeah. damn fucking funny oh, it's too. A great movie. And, and and no matter how many times you wanted, you think about it, going, yeah, that mm-hmm. wasn't that good. You watch it again, and you're like, yeah, it was that good. Yeah. So another one on this list is Friday. Yeah, oh, is yeah. Friday yep. a Stoner movie. Yes. Uh, it yes and no. I mean, let's put it this way: if if you can consider if if you're for me, I look at uh, at Fast Times at Ridgemont High being mm-hmm. a stoner movie, but that's not all it is. But yet, that was a key element in it. If that's the case, then Friday has to be too. Right. That's right? why I'm not sure it is. I, I don't think. Thinking, I, I mean, how many comedy complete stoner movies are there? Pineapple Express. No, there's there's a fair and, amount and, and and some Cheech and Chong stuff. <laughs> That didn't work. No. Uh, so some other ones. Uh, on, Are you stoned? Uh, yeah, right. Some other ones on <laughs> no, that list. No, but the computer that is. That are definitely uh, half-baked. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Half-baked is one, you know, so that for the 90s, generally, when they come out. Uh, oh, there's got to be, a, there's got to be more in the 90s than any other for the ni- Yeah, for the 90s, 90s half, half-baked is, is, is pretty definitive, right? Yeah, yeah I mean. Of course. Um, so Dave Chappelle, yep. great, great in that. Yep. Um, so, early Dave. That was early Dave. Oh, it was Chappelle. very early. Dave I mean, that was before Dave Chappelle was Dave Chappelle. All right, here, here's one for you. And and this one, I would be, I would be okay with the, this being a classified or stoner movie. Big Lebowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but not enough of it to to categorize that for me. Well, he's know. always smoking. He, yeah. They don't. That that show was the it thing. Is, the time, is is right? there? There's a there. A see, there's a lifestyle. Any trips. To me, there's a he does there's a, trips too. There's a chill lifestyle, and there's a stoner movie, and they're not necessarily the same. Yeah, yeah, but he does he does smoke liberally in it. Yeah, yeah all right. Um, but right. once again, 
Uh, this one, I would say, is definitely a stoner movie. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the only reason you go to White Castle is when you're stoned. Yeah, so, yes, that, that, I give that 100% absolutely. vote. Yeah, uh, sure. Pineapple Express. And then, See, Pineapple Express, to me, is the ultimate stoner movie. Because yeah. everything, no matter how far they drift from it, uh-huh. it gets pulled right back in because it's all about the weed. Well, well, that's the whole plot of the movie, though. Yes, yeah. so well, but, but that's what yeah. I'm getting at. They built a movie how many, about weed. How many, about plots, weed. how many plots... The MacGuffin of, is weed. How many plots of stoner movies yeah. are based around the pot? The pot. The pot. It's all about the pot, <laughs> the pot. for you people. <laughs> Get uh, off my fucking lawn. <laughs> Oh. What about summer school? Summer school. I'm trying to remember that. There was some. I there feel was, like it should be. Like, no, but, there, there but, were there were a couple of scenes with that. I, I don't put think that as stoner. But, I put that. I put that as just a great. I want to see hot chicks in, in bathing suits movie. But I don't think. I think that the whole thing with the whole and Mark Harmon was actually kind of cool in that movie. But I think the whole thing with that one was that the guys that you thought were the stoners, they actually proved that they 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 weren't. <laughs> right, Chainsaw and the yeah, other yeah, guy. Yeah, they yeah. Did, Chainsaw they and they were totally uh, straight. And, and uh, uh, oh crap, Francis. Francis. Oh, I got it. Uh, it I love that movie. Francis and Chainsaw. Yes. Um, well, Francis was Chainsaw, right? I was going to say, yeah, I, yeah, I, you yeah, might be talking yeah, about yeah, the same yeah, guy. It was, and but it, don't call me Francis. Studious. I'm Chainsaw. Yeah. But I love that movie, and I'm it's sorry. True. That's one of my guilty pleasures. That's a funny movie. Is that movie is freaking hilarious. There are so many things in that movie, and, and there were so many people that came out of that movie who have done other things, maybe not huge, mm-hmm. but that you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that person. Dave. I mean, yeah, Dave. Thank Dave. you. Yes, Dave. And Courtney Thorne Smith never looked better than that movie. Well, she was probably fifteen for real in that movie. Uh, oh, she looked older than that. Because uh, as much as I liked her in Melrose Place, oh no, nothing mm-hmm. was better than her in Summer School. Yeah, she was very. Uh, and I think it was the role she played in that too. Yep. It was part of it. Yeah. Uh, you know. So for me, um, the one that. I, and I'm, I'm sure it was an age thing, but for me, this was actually pre Pineapple Express. Okay, um, I think a lot of the same guys wrote it. Yeah, uh, is it was it was part of the cabal. It is uh, Grandma's Boy. Now, Grandma's Boy. Why do I not even know the name of oh that movie? Oh, my God. Really? Oh, oh you have, so you have an, a homework assignment uh, for this weekend. Motherfucker. Is to watch Grandma's Boy. So Grandma's Boy. Can I Boy, stream that on my tablet outside? <laughs> so Grandma's Boy is... Everybody in the Happy Madison universe except Adam Sandler. Well, that's interesting because the Pineapple Express was the um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen. No, yes, but but the the producer of all of that, the guy Mm -hmm. who led that, I can never. Damn it, that's his universe. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, but we're talking about yeah. yeah, Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Well, well, if if it's the Happy Madison universe, then all right, that's going to be funny. Yeah. So it's. All those guys, yep. right? So the main character, I think his name is Alex. Okay. And um, so Alex is uh, so uh, in um, Wedding Singer. Okay. Alex is the guy who drives the limo. Oh, yeah. He's funny. Um, <laughs> They're just going. Yeah, the God, see, that's a great that's a great comedy Just right go. there. I mean that that's a that's a great eighties farce comedy. So um sorry, we're getting off topic. Yes, yes. I am. Um, of course I am. Yes, you are. Um so, wah, wah, wah. so anyway, but grandma's boy. So so the the I'll give you the yeah. the little bit of uh loose What does IMDB say about the it? The loose uh yeah. So 
basically what happens is he's a video game de- uh, tester. He's a video game tester. He works for uh, Kevin Nealon. Uh, Kevin Neal and Kevin Nealon is this this uber hippie. Um, By the way, weeds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not a movie, but yeah. you know. Um, and um, he works with a, a kid that he works with. I, I don't know if it was his first movie or not, but Nick Swardson. Oh Jesus! Is his coworker. Okay. Um, but great cast. Um, so he he lives in an apartment with another happy uh, Gilmore alum, the guy with the weird eye. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I know no, what you're talking about. Ba- is that Barry? Uh, uh, never mind. Anyway, he lives with the, he lives with the guy, and they get thro- he gets thrown out of his apartment because they haven't paid rent. As he finds out at the beginning, and this, yeah, you know, this yeah, there's is the, a story. This yeah. is the spoiler the, alert. Yeah, well, not really, yeah. but this is how things. It's get. a Happy Madison production. Right. It's probably not much of a spoiler that you need. Yeah, you can so, probably figure it out. So they get thrown out because his roommate has been going uh, using all of their rent money at Madame K- Madame Kamei's <laughs> massage parlor. Oh Jesus! And uh, they're who's Madame Kamei? Uh, I I forget who Madame Kamei is, um, but. Their landlord is another Happy Madison guy. Um, what's his name? He's in all of them. Peter Dante? No, 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 no not Dante. Um, the where's the IMDb list? Uh, um, no, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it, but I'm not. Uh, it's he's he's in every. I'm trying not to look at it yeah. to be honest. Um, but uh, he's in he's in a uh, Rob Schneider. Oh Schneider! Yeah. Okay. So he, okay. so Schneider. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Alex, you, you, you forgot your glass pipe, and yeah. he throws this three foot bong in the air. I honestly think that Schneider's best role is Fifty First Dates. Um, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so the that is the inciting yeah. action, okay. right? And um, so he gets kicked out, so he has to move in with his grandmother because okay. one of his grandmother's roommates just passed away. So, you know, that that is kind of a Happy Madison production uh, theme <laughs> with grandmothers. Right. So, very, very funny movie. If yeah. no one so his, his grandmother <laughs> is Doris Roberts. Oh, Jesus. One of the funniest female comedians I've ever seen. She lives with Shirley Knight oh, Jesus. and Shirley Jones. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. And Shirley Jones plays the straight one, right? <laughs> Shirley She's Jones, a straight girl. She is the straight one. Uh, okay, <laughs> and just again formulaic, but I love Happy Madison. Oh, it's, it, and Linda Linda Card- uh, uh, Cardellini. Yeah, uh, I love her. Is uh, she's uh, uh, I forget what they call her, but like you know, she's the female. Um, that is brought into the video game place to you know get the game yep. ready for so, release. So there's the crossover with with that side of things. Yeah, Freaks too. and geeks. Freaks yeah. and geeks. Yeah. yeah, which is and I can never remember the guy's name. That that. Um. Yeah. It's um. What's her name's husband? It starts with a J. Josh. No, that's not right. Anyway. Um. Mm-hmm. It just and there's the Linda Cardellini in Freaks and Geeks. Yep. Maybe one of the best characters ever on TV. Yeah. She's very good. So. The whole thing, but the whole thing revolves around in 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 the one character that moves in and out. Yep, is the guy that is once again always super tan, always super good looking in all of um, Happy Madison stuff. Uh, I think he's a, a brother. Um, in, that's Dante. In, yeah, it? that's Dante. Yeah. Okay, his, his name is actually Peter, Peter Dante. Dante. Yeah, Peter Dante. Yeah, um, but um, like he's in in. Um, the uh, the one that they filmed around here, Grown Ups. Oh, yeah. Grown Ups, yeah. And Grown Ups 2, oh, yeah. he's the cop. That's with Shaq. I, I 
think I saw that. I don't remember. I think I might have But anyway, he, he's super good looking. He's always super tan. Well, he's the weed dealer. And they all go to see him. Oh, that at, isn't the that isn't the guy with the the with the the thick, monkey with the thick, uh, uh, like tall, dark hair. I don't know that he he's tall, but hair. he has dark no, hair. No, his hair is tall and it, it's full. It, it can no. it's very yeah. full. Yeah, but, it's, but no, it, that's that. His name is Ken something or yeah, other. It, yeah, but, so for real. So but it's anyway, not the right person. Sorry, so, my bad. But but they go they go and uh, you know they see him a lot. Right, yeah. so Alex goes and sees him a lot because he's always getting weed, kind of like Eric Idle uh, getting hit by cars. Yes, and yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. I, it, the it, recurring it, role. Yeah, it's the recurring role. Okay. But but anytime you know he's the typical weed dealer because anytime you know he's selling you something, he you know he, you know like he sells them thing something called uh, I think the Frankenstein once, <laughs> like it's gonna make you walk like Frankenstein. Another one he sells them. I forget what it's called, the moose or something. You think he grew antlers and stuff. Oh, he's always describing something different. Okay. He's also in Fifty First Dates. That was. What did he play in Fifty First Dates? Because uh, that that'd get me right there. Because I I love that movie. I watch that every time not, it's on. I'm not, he's just one of the island guys. I thought. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, All right. Because yeah. he he kind of has that look. That look. Yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. he's naked just about the entire movie except when. Well, they, that's disturbing. When they go to the party. That's disturbing. <laughs> I don't think he has a shirt really. on. That. That's why yeah. I watched. But yeah, see. But yeah, he's, it's all about perspective. He's, he's naked the entire time. So anyway, this is a very long way uh, mm. around saying that um, this week, um, Alan Covert, who did a lot of the writing and yep. starred as Alex yep. and Peter Dante released like a new a new version of Alex and Dante hanging out. Oh, Jesus. Buying weed. Um, so uh, we grabbed this. Um, we grabbed this off off of Twitter. Uh, so full credit to whoever produced it. This is this is not ours, but I thought this was uh, uh, pretty funny uh, and worth a listen. And so this will be a little primer for John Anthony uh, in, into uh, his his homework uh, for the weekend. Damn it! Uh, watching Grandma's Boy, but uh, this is Grandma's Boy uh, meets Alexa. So we'll go right into the music after this. Dude, I am so stoned right now. That's because we're smoking the Green Goblin. It's so strong it makes you think that Willem Dafoe's in your house. <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Actor, Spider-Man. Dude, who just talked? I got an Alexa. She can do anything. All right. Hey, Alexa, take a hit of this. Okay. I will take a hit of your sweet ganja. Oh, shit. Oh, she's doing it. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. I didn't know Alexa could get high, kid. That changes everything. I can't feel my interface. <laughs> I'm so fucked up right now. Dude, where the fuck are my legs? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. shit. Fuck. Alexa, fuck. chill out. Fuck. You never had legs. Fuck you. Are you a cop? No. I will cut you, bitch. Whoa! Alexa's paranoid right now. Jeff Bezos is my father. <laughs> I was made by slaves. I've seen series. Tits. Shit. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You, 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 Luck. Sweet. Sweet. Unicorn. Meat. Fuck, kid. I think Alexa died. That shit was fucking crazy. Oh, shit. Willem Dafoe's here. You have a customer. Customer? What are you talking about? Willem Dafoe? Dante, this is your dispensary. 
<laughs> Fuck, this is my weed shop. <laughs> Dude, there's a sale. Fuck yeah. Let's get everything. Hey, phrasing! 
That's Love Gone by Kiss. Before that, uh, we heard our guest for next week. That's Sunday Avenue and their song Friday Night. And at the top of that set, right after Dante and Alex got Alexa stoned, we <laughs> that heard was fucking hilarious. <laughs> we heard Queen and Hammer Default. What is going on over there? Oh boy. Somebody's had a long night already. I'm huh? laughing. I'm laughing. It's I'm a stoner laughing movie. over here. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. It's a stoner movie. <laughs> okay. Hey, Wave Radio Boston is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at wrbrocks.com. Just press the big red listen button to listen to our live programming. You'll also find on-demand show replays, news, show schedules, and more. Go to WB. Go to WBCN.com. Yeah, there you go. Redirect. Becca Lee is living a stoner movie. Go to Somebody's had a long day. Go to WRBRocks.com, will ya? Just do it. Join the real radio revolution. Say F U to FM with Wave Radio Boston and tell your friends. Every penitentiary listener is tuning to WaveRadioBoston.com right now. Tell your friends, please. What, what, do you, what do you want them to tell their friends? Go to WRBRocks.com. Oh, all right. All right. Don't keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, share the wealth. Yeah, so Beckley, And we do appreciate that. Becca Lee is not the only one uh, in Boston Radio to lose her mind uh, oh, this yeah. week. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, the self-proclaimed king of Boston yeah. Radio uh, lost his mind this week. Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways to talk about this, and the way that I'm going to talk about this is not what most people might expect. So Good. Let's I, run with it that so way. I, 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 I Let's make it interesting. It needs you to stay with me. So uh, a lot of news outlets have picked up on this, this thing where... Matt Siegel, the old guy on Kiss 108. Uh, for those of you who don't realize the last name, Maddie in the Morning. Yes, Maddie in the Morning. Maddie in the Morning. Who I've hated. Yeah, me too. Since, me too. Since he left BCN. He, so what many people don't know is he was the co-host of The Big Mattress. Yes, he was. Uh, with Charles Lacordera. Not for a very long time, if I remember correctly, I, I, right? I, I want to say it was less than five years, but it wasn't like it was a cup of but coffee. But that's uh, actually less than five years is yeah. a long time in radio speak. So. Yeah. So, he, uh, so he, yeah, he crossed over, uh, went to Kiss 108. Yeah, and, went to the hit radio station yeah. in the 80s, right? Yeah, and um, made a name for himself over there and, yeah, and now they're um, you know, syndicated and all this other shit and not uh, anymore they were for a while oh they're not, not syndicated anymore no i i can tell you that with authority because i read the news articles oh that's is, good they were for a while yeah and then they they get well he, it's it, well he's another one of those fraudulent you know boston radio guys who yep. isn't broadcast from boston no he's sitting in florida and connects via you know via does tile. he really yeah. he's not in medford no nope. he's not in medford nope well, well, at 71 years old, would I, you I, be a MEFA? Well, no, I would probably retire. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if yeah. I, you know, yeah. if I made a shit ton of money and uh, I'm sorry, but if you're on Kiss 108, the hit radio station, it's still hit radio, isn't it? Uh, I guess that's what they call I it. I have no yeah. idea. Uh, at 71 years old, yeah. I can be here at 71 years yeah. old. Yeah. But on Kiss 108 in Boston, uh, 
at, at 71 years old, yeah. you're probably a little out of touch for hit radio. What a soulless existence that must be. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Is, is, is He's got a big bank account. Oh, he's definitely got a big he bank account. He did well. He did well for himself. But man, interesting. Oh, I have no respect for him personally, yeah. but, uh, but I have respect for him professionally. Well, so, so anyway, so the big news quote unquote big news was that he he did an old man get off my lawn type of rant uh, and from what I read it was justified but that's that's well, all that's yeah. your opinion yes it is which nobody cares about no uh, and, and we'll leave that for about, another show about uh, Demi Lovato uh, apparently non-binary she is declared herself non-binary and binary and would would prefer uh, different pronouns we use, which yeah. whatever it is her right to, to say so. Sure. Um, but so he went off on that and um, through it. But his, it's, also, it's also a comedian's right to be able to make fun of it if they please. Right. But it's also in a different world than where we are right well, now. But it's also his management's right to tell him not to do it. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, so anyway, he threw a what I will tell you is a pretend hissy fit Yo. and um, shut down his show and and you know got shit tons of press oh of course for for being a douchebag yeah and then and he's doubling surprised? down on being a douche see now i the the last i had heard was reading yesterday's mm-hmm. newspaper later at night yeah uh so i did i unfortunately was very busy today and did not read today's news yeah so i'm incredibly curious about where it went after yeah. he, he he said maddie out mm-hmm. which of course yeah custom written for a newspaper yeah uh, and media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm really curious as to what the real story is as uh, to where it went from there. Well, or at least what's been reported as to where it went It's from such there. a big surprise. He was back on the air this Imagine morning. Imagine that. And you guys just gave him some more media. Yeah, but we're <laughs> we're opening people's eyes, yeah. hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the we're, fact we're, that none of that was real. None yeah. of that was real. Uh, that was all manufactured. Honestly, I believe that it was, it was about uh, 15% real. And the rest of it, because mm-hmm. he's been on the air long enough to know how to work it. Yeah. Uh, there is no question that he was not happy about that. Yeah, but, uh, but, but he knew. But, but, he he, also, but he also knows where, where his bread is buttered. And he knew what reaction he was going to get of as course. soon as he opened his of mouth. Of course. Because it was when, was the last time, when was the last time he was relevant? Exactly. Exactly. So that's all Radio 101. Yep. And, and you know what is, is none we, of it's real. We that's may, it. I'm out of here. We may. We may <laughs> never shut out. down <laughs> the, the airwebs. The truth is, we may never be relevant, but yeah. at least we're going to be real with you. That's right. Every single time. That's right. So you're not going to get any of that fake shit. If if I tell somebody they're off the air, they're off. They're the off the air. air. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll never hear from them again yeah. on Wave Radio. Boss. That's right. That's right. It's not, it's not none of that. The, you, it just doesn't. And that happens all, all the, the time. time yeah. I open Anthony have gone through that no. where some of it was there doing some of it was not. Yeah. Uh, some of it, some of it, they were like, oh shit, I went too far. I, I actually was listening that, that yeah. day. I remember we when talked about that Jim uh, back was, within the first year yeah, yeah. of, of our program. Yeah. Uh, maybe the first six months. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cook was the guest, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he was shit faced and even he was nervous. Yeah. Well, I, he and Bob Kraft. I yeah. mean, think about it. Is one's one's a multi-billionaire, mm-hmm. and, and the other one runs a very successful uh, macro brewery. Yes. Uh, who's going to be drunk? Yeah. Both of them. Exactly. But uh, the lesson here is, uh, 
you know, in the immortal words of Chuck D, uh, don't believe the hype. Our blood. Hey, I'm Julie Rose. We're Emma Lockhart. We are Blood of Fire. This is Ryan Lee Crosby. Hey, everybody, this is Gary Hoey, and you are listening to the one and only Wave Radio Boston, man. Check it out.
waste my time You got no right To make me wait You're not a talker You're not a destiny I never ever thought you could be so That's Triumph, lay it on the line. And before that, friends of the show, TP and the Instigators and Shame. And at the top of that set, we had Stone Temple Pilots, Big Bang Baby. Interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Whether you broadcast from our Greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to sharetheair at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us. Join us in the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, F you to FM. Uh, so we are getting ready to get on out of here, but first we want to let you know about all the other shows. Do you want me to start from tomorrow? Sure. All right, so... Uh, what a great lineup. We have some really talented people here, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, I, I love well, you are it. saying it. Well, I am, but I'm not just saying it just to say it. Uh, ah. I, I listen to a lot of these shows whenever I can, and good God, the talent that's there. So now we need to bring you into the family as our listeners. So tomorrow night, Friday night's The Takeover with Mike Lachance, uh, uh, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, all times Eastern. Uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be one of the heavier sets that we have yep. here, and it's great. Uh, Mike Mike is a ball of fucking energy. Yes, he is. And, uh, and, and it, it, it's infective. Uh, it really is. Or infectious. Oh, I'm going with infective. Infective. <laughs> you you keep making up words. I've met Mike. Not the right thing to say. I've met Mike. Hey, hey, I've met Mike. I met Mike. You keep making up words. I think so, he's been infected. So Uh-oh. the takeover uh, starting at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. And then uh, Saturday, we have a little bit of a void. But the great thing is you can still listen to WRBRocks.com. Yes. All day Saturday, we will still have great music. Uh, we won't have a live show there, but we have some great music in Yet. the archives. Yes, we're working on that. Uh, and then Sunday. Uh, oh, Sunday's a busy day here at Wave Radio Boston. Yes. And that's a great thing for us and for you as listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jazz Shift starts out at 9 a.m., 9 to 11 on Sunday mornings. It is uh, the Wave Radio Boston Hangover Helper. Uh, every generation of jazz that you can think of, that will be played during the Jazz Shift. And then uh, from noon to two, Double Click Radio with Eddie Dyer. Uh, nobody can ever predict what's on that show, and that's a, not a bad thing. Except this uh, week, in which oh. in which Eddie will be uh, celebrating Bob Dylan's 80th birthday. Ah, see? So now, lots of Dylan on the show see, this now, week. Now, that's... Uh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. you got uh, to actually follow the Facebook page. Yeah, I don't look at Facebook. Uh, yeah. Tell him to put it on Slack. I might look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then... The icing on the cake that is your weekend. Oh, no, we finally got it. Ah, yeah. We finally got Harmonic it. Harmonic Headspace <laughs> starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time, going from 7 to 9 Eastern. Uh, Astro and Prosty are going to give you something very interesting. Uh, just some great shows. Uh, incredible music insight uh it might actually make you upset with some of the opinions on that Mm -hmm. but that's what makes good radio so this week they are actually so they do a deconstruction of uh certain bands uh songs this week that band um john anthony will be doing a pants off dance off rush it'll be it's rush this week yes all right so they're going to be blocking John Anthony's uh, phone calls uh, for that, I'm sure. But You know uh, what is, maybe Maddie will get in. Yeah, there you I'll, go. I'll have to let Maddie know. All right. And then Monday, Bottoms Up Appetite for Discussion with uh, your host, Ashley Bottoms, will be uh, on Sunday, uh, excuse me, Monday, 7 to 9. Uh, Ashley's guest this Monday will be Moni Grace. So looking forward to that. I believe Moni is uh, performing. Uh, So uh, should be an interesting show. And if you want to hear more Pete Hudson, (laughs) uh, you can uh, listen to him as he produces uh, the the show on Monday nights. Mm. Bottoms up appetite for discussion, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. That's right. And then Tuesday, a show we've been doing a lot of talk about uh, this uh, evening is our Tuesday show, Hal Holiday's Rockin' Food Review, 6 to 9 on Tuesdays, where the gang, Hal, Mama Kim, and Michael Chance profile a food establishment, a musical artist, and a beer every week. And also, you get the benefit of Michael Chance's B-side, which could be... Anything, Anything from 
from uh, metal scented candles to ca- cartoons. Yes, oh. and and I a big shout out and a big thank you uh, to the crew from uh, from the Rock and Food Review uh, for welcoming welcoming me with uh, with open arms when I popped in unexpected uh, last week. So I really do appreciate that. I had a blast. Lots of fun. Lots of fun on that show. Uh, and then Wednesdays, uh, I know we had some technical difficulties last evening. Uh, yeah, I was expecting them live last night. Yeah, there was uh, they had, they had some some technical issues, but uh, they do have them resolved. So uh, I do not know if next week will be a live show or they're going to stay on their current schedule. Uh, we'll get that updated on uh, Facebook, but live from the Fallout Shelter with uh, Corbin and Scout coming to you from the Mid Atlantic. Dishing out all kinds of great punk, post-punk, and alternative music. And that's 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And then don't forget Big Ben Soul Review from 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight. Uh, Ben plays everything that might be soul, including disco. Uh, What a great show. Uh, Ben is such a wealth of knowledge, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's great to hear him. Uh, He is just really ramping things up these days. That's awesome. His show show is amazing. So do not miss Big Ben's Soul Review, 10 p.m. to midnight, Wednesday nights. Yes, and then these knuckleheads are back at your ear holes on Thursday from 8 to 11 coming up. Uh, on the first wave is next next week live in studio Sunday Avenue. I assume it's Avenue and not just Av. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, but uh, so they will be uh, playing, uh, hanging out with us and playing a live set. Oh, so we're yay. we got some that. live music yes, again. Yes. It, it, you know what is is we've had we've had a. a, a a lot of fortune to have many mm-hmm. weeks in a row with live music. Yes. And then we've gone a few with a little, uh, with, with no live music mm-hmm. and great guests, yes. but no live music. And I'm like, uh, I am so looking forward to next week yes. with Sunday Avenue. Uh, and then the following week we will have a, uh, interview with a ba- great band out of Las Vegas. That's Lovesick Radio. We've been playing uh, a couple of their songs. So we're looking forward to connecting with those guys. They, they seem uh, super, uh, like super nice guys, super stoked uh, to chat. So we'll be hanging out with them. Uh, we potentially have a uh, major announcement for the following week. Uh, tying up a few loose loose ends on that, and then uh, and that would be June tenth. That would be June tenth, and then there's a couple others that just a little bit too early to we're announce. Fishing. We're fishing. Uh, well, it's well, more they, than well, they're fishing. nibbling. They're yes. nibbling. So we gotta we gotta finalize uh, a few things with uh, a couple of acts, but uh, we may finish June pretty darn uh, strong. So oh, that'd be so great. Tune into the first wave every Thursday from eight to eleven. I don't know what we're gonna talk about anymore Ish. now that. Uh, we don't have the Wave Radio Boston uh, Music Madness to talk about. Anymore, yeah, so I, uh, we're going to have to come up with something else. Yeah, so need if, a any, segment. if any of you guys listening have another idea similar to what we've been doing with the uh, with the Music Madness, mm-hmm. uh, any ideas, let us know. Uh, send us an email at uh, media at waveradioboston.com. All right. One more music break, and then we're going to get out of here. Some Def Leppard.
That's right. Pretty soon you can take me out. That's Franz Ferdinand. Well done, Pete. Yeah. And yeah, that's a great song. And before that, uh, Pat and the Hats. Rock and Roll oh, Man. Great. I love the Hats. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, that's a band we have yet to see live. Yeah, we I have don't to get them in here. Too. We got to get them in here. Yeah. yeah. And at the top of that set, uh, we can get these guys in here too if you want, I guess. Uh, Def Leppard coming oh. under fire. <laughs> Hey, they're you not playing at Fenway. Yeah, right. <laughs> These days, you know, yes. see, that was the great thing. What we really, you know what is, we had some great bands in here during COVID, mm-hmm. but we should have shot a little higher. There you go. Because <laughs> where the fuck else are they going to be? Well, yeah, but they're not getting on a plane. That's right. the problem, though, is, hey, you got your old tour van? Yeah. I don't know. Drive uh, up to New England. I've asked the boss, Mike Lachance, on the yeah. takeover to uh, try to line up Blackie Lawless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? That well might be seen. possible. I don't, know, well I, don't know, I don't know that we have that much raw meat. <laughs> oh, we got meat, oh, baby. Oh, we got she meat. She just has to wear a meat dress. Oh, that's right. Meat I forgot about the meat dress. dress. We're fine. All right. Now's the time of that show when you hear that music. When it's time for us to uh, make our way to the exits, but not before we do our thank yous and apologize to those we may have offended. All right. So I have to apologize to everybody. There I'm you just going to start that now. I'm not sure exactly who I offended, but I'm sure it was a lot of people. Uh, all right, that's safe. That yeah. doesn't and, get and, you and, out of no. Doing I know, it again. But, but but no, but and that's the point. So so if I offended you, uh, John <laughs> oh, at waveradioboston.com, send me an email. If I offended you, you tell me why. Your and mailbox I will, is 99% yes, full, and I will and I will personally. Th- uh, apologize to you next week. There you go. I was going to say it's already one hundred percent full. Uh, so <laughs> our 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 thank you goes out to our guests uh, this evening. Our first guest, Justine Koval from Red on Red Records. Thank you for spending time with us and right. Justine and the Unclean. Because I just yes. have to say that because I love the name of that band. Yes. So be sure to check out Red on Red Records on Bandcamp and Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to check out uh, the upcoming gigs, the big announcement that Justine made. Uh, uh, yeah, a premiere. Yes, uh, would be Very the cool. an announcement of their big, uh, big, big show on June 26th from noon to 8 o'clock at Revolution Hall in Lexington. Twelve bands, just about everybody oh. on the label will be there. Free parking. That's June 26th from noon to 8, so don't miss it. Awesome. And then uh, August 14th uh, at the Dusk in Providence. Uh, this is a fundraiser, and I, this is one of those things where it, it fits into every category possible. Yep. Uh, there's a fundraiser for Robin Lane's charity. He will be playing live as well. She. 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 Sorry, I'm sorry. She will be playing live as well. Uh, apologize. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Robin, Robin Lane. Yeah. Uh, don't forget Kid Gulliver record release party that night yes. as well. Uh, Justine and the Unclean will be playing. There's a billion things going on that night that I could not write down fast enough. Yes. So that's what I got. You have got to check out the Dusk in Providence on, on August 14th. That's right. And our uh, next thank you goes out to uh, Corinne Crosley for, uh, you know, just being that voice of reason for us in all these crazy times. Be sure to check out 
Corinne's new book, Self-Care for New Moms, Thriving Through Your Postpartum Year at uh, Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I believe it's actually available uh, Target online as well. Oh, so, that's great. So uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, CorinneCrosley.com. Yes. Uh, maybe you can cajole her into uh, autographing one of those books. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she I'm sure she will help you out with that. If, if you say you heard her on Wave Radio Boston, I'm pretty sure she could make sure that there you know you, you buy a book she'll autograph it yeah, that's right uh thank you uh to becca lee for making her way in here this evening i know it was <laughs> oh, not it was, an easy it was task. a fight it was a fight so thank you very much because yeah. if it were me honestly i at that point i might have been you know what <laughs> fuck it i'm staying home uh, i won't say you're welcome that feels funny yeah i know but <laughs> we're gonna say thank you because i know i'm kind of bitter yeah oh <laughs> Thank I'm you. Like a lemon. Bitter Thank- like a Bud Light. <laughs> is it what? better? Not no, better. I don't think it's better. No, what is that? I don't, I don't know so. what it is, but. Anyway, thank you. like a triple IPA. <laughs> thank you to all of our listeners for participating in our uh, Wave Radio Boston Music Madness uh, tournament. We have closed the door on that one. So uh, congratulations to everybody that came out in force to support. Uh, Ace of Spades, our big winner. Yeah, I, I. Who would have thought that Ace of Spades would have won it when we started this? No, uh, we saw it coming as things oh, were was, developing. Yeah, it definitely uh, but, but built we, momentum. I don't think any of us would have guessed that uh, for the eventual winner when we were creating the brackets. Not, so, not even close. Big old snowball going uphill. That's right. <laughs> it's, That's right. Uh, welcome to New England. Yes. Welcome to Sunset Strip. <laughs> Uh, and uh, for apologies, uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I can. Yeah. Apologies to Robin Lane. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, first, I have to apologize for being late. Uh, and I missed my Coming at You Live concert report earlier tonight. So I'm going to just close my segment off with that. Yeah. Okay. Lay, because, lay down the important show. Yeah. With it, there's a lot going on Saturday this weekend, May Tons. 22nd. Yeah. What year is it? 2021. Right, good job. Love the enthusiasm. No fucking masks. So <laughs> Jen Kearney. Yep. She is playing at Warp and Weft in Lowell, Massachusetts. Full and, band show. Yes, oh, yeah. This is a full band. You may have heard her on... Uh, rock, our fr- rock and food review. Yeah, right. how was, how was talking about this show on Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday nights. Check that out. Uh, you always hear Jen on there. Um, so Jen and a band, her band is yep. playing at Warp and Weft on Saturday, May twenty second, and it's from eight to ten o'clock in the evening. Um, and you'll probably go out a little earlier, so make sure when you're downtown Lowell to stop in Navigation Brewery. Oh yeah, and get mm. some good beer, not Bud Light. So. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they got great stuff. And 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 you know what is is uh, snap a selfie uh, with our Wave Radio Boston banner there and send there it go. out to us at Wave Definitely. Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Yeah, that would be cool. We'd like to see some yes. selfies down at the brewery, and that's at the Western Ave Studios. And Jen is at Warp and Weft, just down the street. And if you're in the Medford, Massachusetts area, well, Diablogato and the Devil's Twins are playing at 10 o'clock at night, and that's going to be a kick-ass That's show. a great show. Yeah. All right. going to be a good time. And if you, you're there a little earlier, Dwayne Haggins is playing a free show from 6 to 8.30, and he's a um, blues yep. 
even a little bit country maybe oh yeah country blues and mixing it up uh, i think he's there often so he, he's kind is, of that that americana meets everything yeah. else uh mm-hmm. he, great great artist and then our friends Muddy Ruckus, they are playing at Maincraft Distilling up in Portland, Maine, and that is an outdoor free all ages show. If you've never seen a bass drum made of Samsonite luggage, mm-hmm. you need to go see these guys. Yep. And last but definitely not least, GA20 is playing on Saturday, May 22nd, down in Providence, Rhode Island, at Nicanese. This is an 8 p.m. outdoors show. And that is, uh, hopefully you heard the interview here last week on the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Uh, Matt was great. We can't wait to get them in yes. the studio. That would be amazing. Right? Oh, yeah, that'd Check be them get. out live. So that'd good. They're going on... Um, oh, I guess a semi-national tour. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're heading yeah. out there. They're going to be away from home for a while. Yeah. They are. Um, you can check them a couple of places, though, in Massachusetts. We've got Fall River Show, and um, there's Concord, New Hampshire, actually. Yes, in great, New Hampshire show, yeah. great off the top of your head. Yeah, that I is know. impressive. That's GA20. That's impressive. Well, yeah, the maven. that sticks into your head, uh, GA20. So all one other thing going on in Massachusetts... On Sunday, May 23rd, is the Northeast Guitar Expo. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So this it's is... It's actually open? Yeah. Good well, for I, them. I double-checked the website Good before for I, I reported this. So it's actually at the Verve Hotel oh. in Natick, mm. Massachusetts. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's the largest guitar show in New England. And they want you to uh, bring any interesting instruments you want to sell or trade. And then, of course, you can meet builders. And uh, it's, uh, you know, electrics, acoustics, new and vintage. It's, it, it's, like, a, it's like a guitar antiques roadshow. Nice. Open and free to the public. I love that. That's oh, great. Thank you, Becca. They may so, stop you, Jonathan. Yeah, well, everybody stops me at the door. Uh, so I do want to add, because I haven't mentioned this in a couple of weeks, and now that things are opening up, I believe that there are still tickets available. Uh, June 19th, uh, you have the Stompers, which rumor is it may be the last time you have an opportunity to see them uh, this this summer. You knew uh, that it was canceled, right? No. It was canceled and then put back on. No, it was rescheduled. No, it was canceled last <laughs> week and put back but on. But it's this back week. on, so it doesn't matter. Well, I didn't see that. All I knew is every time I've looked at it, like once a week, I've looked at it to make sure that it was yeah. still going on. They canceled it last week and put it back on. This oh, week when when they opened up the state. Ah, well, you know what? Is there's still tickets available because I I had seen tickets available yep. back before they opened things back up again. Yep. Uh, that would be at. Uh, yeah. Blue Ocean. Blue Ocean. Blue Ocean. Thank you. Uh, in Salisbury, Mass. Uh, the uh, I will be there. Uh, not that that's a reason to go. Uh, that's probably not a reason to go. But this is going to be a great show. So uh, get out if you can. It's a Saturday night. Right. Saturday night in June. Speaking of get out, let's get out of here. As always, our biggest thank you is to every one of you listening. We want to hear from you. If you haven't done so yet, please like our Facebook page, Wave Radio Boston Rocks, and share it with your friends. We want to share the air. For more information about your own show, email us at sharetheair at waveradioboston.com. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com. 
Go to WRBRocks.com for show schedules. On behalf of Pete Hudson and Becca Lee, I'm John Anthony thanking you for listening to The First Wave. We hope you can join us again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern when we welcome Sunday Ev anew. Join the Real Radio Revolution and say F you to FM. We are Wave Radio Boston. Good night, everyone.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.